Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Phil Luna. He is a music streamer, a full-time musician out of Austin, Texas. He is a fantastic singer-songwriter. He has a new EP out called Into the Void. It's excellent. I encourage all of you to go into the show notes and click on the links to make sure you get to hear that album he also streams on twitch at twitch.tv slash phil underscore luna he also has i believe his website is philunamusic.com i believe that's it if i'm getting that wrong just go in the freaking show notes okay just go click around the show notes just get in there go go do that go go be somebody and click in those show notes on this episode we chat about phil's uh background in music his high school years we talk about uh his time on twitch and him streaming on periscope and we talk about blow up dolls <laughs> blow up dolls yes uh this i have to admit that this podcast gets a little blue we haven't gotten this blue in a while, I have to admit, but uh, his chat was open to it. Sometimes it's really weird to uh, to be talking to music streamers because some music stream it, it, because when you're talking to music streamers on the platform like Twitch on a platform like Twitch, uh, it depends on their community on what what can pass right because sometimes you talk to some of these streamers and they're like very family friendly and you know the the whole community's family friendly and everybody's just like yay positivity blah 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 uh some of them you know can can have it's just different attitudes of the community and uh, you know sometimes uh, on those rare occasions we can talk about masturbating in our backyards why a, a news copter films us and puts us on the news <laughs> And, and Phil's community is that community who was uh, very accepting of my potty mouth and my very uh, degenerate ways, uh, my sexual deviancy, if you will. <laughs> I will also admit that I ran out of my medication, my ADHD medication on this. So if, if, if I seem all over the place, just know that's how I've been doing it for like years before. <laughs> years before i was on medication on this show so it's very interesting that people continue to keep coming to this show uh how did you guys even come to the show in the first place I, I i could tell the difference honestly like you could tell the difference personally i could tell the difference on when i'm not on my meds and when i am and oh my god i just i, I i'm just everywhere i'm just everywhere i'm not focused it's just it's crazy so I gotta thank you guys again. I know I thank you guys all the time, but dear God, <laughs> what were we doing for for the five years or however long it was before I started taking medication? I mean, for me, it was like 20 years. I haven't had ADHD medication since I was in high school. So 
in, in high school is when I decided to uh, stop and rather I started abusing them and not using them as they were supposed to be used. So, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I probably should have been on ADHD medication my whole life. It pro I probably would have had a little bit easier time focusing in and maybe not uh, getting bored at jobs and just being like, fuck it, I'm out. Anyways, we're going to get to Phil Luna here in just a few minutes. But first, go to randommystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out her, uh, her her website and her latest EP, which I, I don't know what, even, what it's even called. I don't. It's supposed to be out on May 30th, but CD Baby is dicking around, so I don't know what's going on with it, but it'll be a good time. So check out her website. You can also find Raina on twitch.tv slash Mystique. Uh, she streams four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to around 4, or 4, yeah, 8 a.m. to 4 a.m. What? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Streams from 8 a.m. to about 11 or 12 p.m. Uh, or, or 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. Not all day. Okay, we're moving on. Go check out Raina. Her new EP is coming out here soon. Uh, you can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch, which I'm very happy to say that uh, it marks two years. Wednesday, mark well, it was actually May 6th that marks two years, but we're celebrating it on Wednesday, May 25th. And here comes the fucking yawn. I hadn't been yawning this whole night until right now. This is fucking insane. I, I can't stand this shit. It's like my body is just programmed. I've been Pavloved, and every time I record anything for the podcast, I start yawning like a fucking tired hobo. Anyways, I, I don't know what being what a hobo has to do with yawning, but I imagine hobos are very tired all the time. They're they're constantly just wandering in the elements, drinking and drugging. So I, I can only imagine they're tired, but maybe not the crackheads or the ones who are tweaking all the time maybe they're like just constantly full energy but they have to they have to run out of juice sometime you know anyways here comes the yawn god damn it anyways today the on the release of this podcast may 25th wednesday 2022 we're celebrating our two-year anniversary. I'm going to be spinning vinyl records, records that are vinyl, and uh, 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 that's how we're going to celebrate it because you know what? That's what I want to do. I've always wanted to be a DJ. I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to uh, be on the radio and, and play songs and be like, hey, and that was Pink Floyd's Money. Uh, that was recorded in 1972, and that was off the Dark Side of the Moon album. I don't think, I think it was 1970. Anyways, I would be a bad DJ because I can't remember dates or names very well. So there you go. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. Oh, God damn it. I thought I was going to be able to do this without my family interrupting me. But no, here they come, just busting in. Anyways, we'll be, we'll be celebrating our two-year stream tomorrow or today jesus today at 1 p.m eastern standard time so stop through the live stream if, if you want you guys never do only like one of you have ever come over so whatever in any case uh, i'm not here to guilt you uh i'm here to get through this intro so we can get to our guest today 
You can also support the show on Thrill. I'm actually in the process of switching everything over to my Stream Elements store. It's just better quality stuff and cooler things uh, like embroidered hats and stuff like that. So I believe that store is open now. So Threadless and my Stream Elements store are both available to buy stuff. I'll actually throw that Stream Elements link in the show notes so you guys can go and check out the embroidered hats, fully embroidered. I ordered one. I'm waiting for it to let you guys know on how the quality is, but I'm super psyched about these fully embroidered hats because I need new hats and I'm just going to sport my own shit for now on. And I like my new logo. I think it's quaint. Anyways, moving on. If you want to support the show, do that monetarily. You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Rumble, all those places. Just they're the show the links are in the show notes. Go get yourself some of that shit. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, follow us on Spotify. You can also uh, uh, what, what, what's the other stuff? Subscribe on YouTube or on Twitch. You can also uh, go ahead and leave a review on Apple iTunes. And if you write a review, you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll read it on there if it's nice. Even if it's not nice, I'll still read it on there. Uh, and also, please leave us a, 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 a starred review on Spotify. They're doing that now. They are doing that now. They're they're allowing that. You know what? I should start adding links to Spotify in my show notes so you guys can just, if that's how you listen. But how did you hear? You know, uh, never mind. Listen. Wherever, you're, wherever you can leave a review, do it. Do that. It helps. You can also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. And there it is. That That's the whole thing, folks. That's that's everything. Uh, Friday, we're going to be back to music news. And then we're going to have a bunch of guests, actually, all in a row. So there won't be music news for a couple of weeks. But then we'll probably be back in music news if I don't book more people. I don't know what it is about this time. I, I, I don't know. I'm just... I'm not booking shows. People, I don't know what the deal is. People aren't just into it right now. Whatever. We're, we're, we're going forward. We're moving forward. We're doing things. And uh, we're creating content. So I appreciate everyone sticking along for the ride. I've been having a wonderful, wonderful time doing the news. And I hope you guys have been liking it too. And uh, that's it, everybody. So we will talk to you on the other side. Everybody, put your hands together for the fantastically wonderful Phil Luna. Let's go. Are in Texas, uh, Austin, Texas. Yep. Yeah, and, and you're you you're born and raised there. Uh, I grew up about forty five minutes south of Austin in New Braunfels, so it's kind of right between uh, San Antonio and Austin. So it's it wasn't like a big trek up here to Austin necessarily. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely wanted to be uh, kind of in this music uh, environment for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. The I I, fu- I fucking love Austin, man. Like that's one of the, one of my favorite cities um, yeah. in this country. And uh, I I haven't been back there since uh, since the since the pandemic. And mm-hmm. uh, but but I did get a chance to go there, and, and I played the South by Southwest for a couple years. Uh, and nice. uh, and I have family in San Antonio, so I I have a 
I have a lot of ties to Texas. I absolutely love Texas. How, how, do you like Texas? Do you like living in Texas? Is that something that you are enjoying? Uh, yeah, I like living in Texas. Yeah. Uh, man, there's so much great food here. Of course. Oh my god, yeah. So, the, the only thing I Tex Mex. Oh yeah, Tex Mex is is where it's at. Yeah, the live ca music capital of the world. Hell yeah. No, the, Austin is incredible. Uh, what Sixth Street is just like uh, it's just a a a a, uh, a soup of chaos of, of people chaos. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, but it's a good time. I I really I really do love uh, the vibe there, and I love mm -hmm. that uh, that Austin has been uh, one of those. Uh, cities that sort of has always kept their music scene alive. That's always been like, um, uh, you know, even through all the downtimes that this country has gone through, a lot of times, you know, just from my travels and seeing what was going on around the country, you know, a lot of a lot of these cities took uh, took a dive. You know, when when times are rough, you know, musicians are out yeah. and have to get a job. Like like myself, uh, I live in a butthole part of Ohio, so uh, <laughs> the music scene is not the greatest. But it, it um, but I love that Austin has always, through thick and thin, sort of uh, fostered a music scene and and always you know uh, valued and treasured their their artists. Uh, would you agree yeah. with that? Would you would you see say that that's that's correct? Uh, I would say yes and no. Uh oh. Uh, I feel like it's almost Austin has almost kind of been a victim of their own success. Uh, with so many people moving here in the last decade. Yes. Um, like a lot of people wanted to be down where the action was. So they started <laughs> building all these high rises downtown where like right next to sixth street and fifth yeah. street and where all the music is and red river and everything. And then the same people that wanted to move in to where the action is, uh, then like when it's like 11 o'clock on a Thursday, they want to call in a noise complaint. And so they've been <laughs> like super, over the past, I don't really play down there quite as much as I used to, but for a long time, uh, they started just getting a lot more restrictive about uh, the noise and like lowering the the like cap for noise volume. Like a lot of the places like that video you showed, we were up on the rooftop mm. and it kind of started getting to the point where like every week we were getting noise complaints and cops were showing up with their uh, uh, decimal readers. Oh, and fuck. The, what the yeah. <laughs> And, and so, like, we had to, like, just turn it way down. So in that respect, they were almost a victim of their own success as far as people moving there. But uh, they still have a fantastic music scene and like, mm. the East Side and, and Red River and all that stuff. They still managed to, to support a whole lot of uh, musicians and still have a lot of music venues that are, that are active and supporting the local scene. Yeah, that 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 that's that's such a like that's such a square ass thing. Like it's like all these <laughs> tech losers came in and started uh, taking over the place, and then uh, yeah. started complaining about the action. That that that, <laughs> that seems horrible. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, like it, it's interesting that you know even in the yeah that it's very square. That's very square ass. Yes, SpongeBob square <laughs> ass right there. Um, but the you know like in, in you know especially in these last couple of years with the pandemic stuff and and you had uh you know joe rogan moving into town and stuff so that yeah. also at and elon musk so like you have this like i feel like they sort of brought with them you know some of that california riffraff and i mean i know the <laughs> tech i know the tech uh the tech industry was bringing in a lot of that cali uh riffraff as well have yeah. you seen sort of a uh, uh an impact with with uh you know the that kind of scene coming into town as well 
Um, a little bit. Uh, like I said, I don't really go downtown quite as much mm-hmm. as I used to. I used to be down there like five, six nights a week. Uh-huh. Um, and so I haven't been down there quite as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just everywhere has just exploded, you yeah. know. And if you go down there, there's nothing but like cranes putting up new high rises and, yeah. and new things still. Um, so yeah, it's still just been going crazy. Yeah, man. I that was the city that I wanted to move to. I w- it, it was either Austin, Texas, or San Diego, mm-hmm. California, and I went to San Diego, which was it's, which is an awesome music scene over there in its own right. Yeah, I love San Diego. Uh, it's, it's incredible. I, I love that place. But uh, it, it's a part of me has always wondered like what it would be like to go. To, what if I went to Austin and really fostered my talent and really. You know, gave it a shot over there because all I did in San Diego was like get drunk and hang out by the <laughs> beach and like it, it's just a, I was a mess over there. I, I, and I know that drinking is you know part of the culture in Austin as well, but still, yeah, uh, I feel like I, I might have maybe I don't sit there and be like what what if what if, but uh, I definitely you know the thought does cross my mind. It's like you know if we would have gave it a shot, but whatever life goes on. Uh, yeah. So so where you're at. In uh, in your in your city, has the rent like been exploding like Austin has, and it's just almost unbearable for anybody who's like, especially for like artists. I feel like it might be a little bit harder to be a working artist in Austin, you know, with mm-hmm. with uh, with the rent. I mean, that's certainly what happened to me as a working yeah. artist. Me and me and my wife were both musicians, and uh, we uh, we got pushed out of San Diego. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. it's impossible to like live there, or especially if you want to buy property and stuff. Uh, where you're at, is it is it still affordable? I mean, are, is do you is 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 it affordable where you live? I mean, obviously you live um, there, but <laughs> yeah, uh, where we're at, yeah, it's actually we've been pretty fortunate uh, so far. You know, I know a lot of uh, I have a lot of musician friends, especially when I first moved here in. Uh, I think t- uh, 2010 is when I moved here. And uh, yeah, just over that period of time, I've seen so many of my musician friends uh, just kind of get forced out of Austin. Yeah. Uh, the place we're at right now, fortunately, it hasn't like exploded like a lot of the other places and kind of like got my fingers crossed. You know, I feel like at any moment. Oh, it's it, coming. It it's yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we've been pretty fortunate there. Like when I first moved to Austin, my uh, buddy and I, we had a, uh, two bedroom, one and a half bath townhome for like nine hundred fifty bucks a month, mm. which uh, you know it's, it's just still expensive. Now. But like, it's still like a it, yeah. You, at the yeah, time, it was you affordable. can't even get like a one bedroom for that now. Here, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. No. That that's that's that. Yeah. We we when we first moved to San Diego, we paid twelve hundred dollars for a two bedroom Roach Coach. And uh, it, I mean, it was such a crappy shoebox of, of mm-hmm. an apartment. There was like no cross breeze. It was just like you just roasted there, um, <laughs> and, and and we had three people living there, so it was somewhat affordable. And then we were able yeah. to move into a house three blocks from the beach, and, and it was like eighteen hundred dollars. So you know, six hundred dollars a person if you work a full time job or whatever, yeah. that's still affordable. But mm-hmm. by the time we left, they jacked our rent up to like twenty four hundred. Now I can't even imagine what it is now. I mean, yeah. just as you probably can't imagine what that apartment you were in uh, costs at this moment. But mm-hmm. uh, wh- where did you move from? 
just from from New Braunfels, like I said. Just oh, like okay. Forty five minutes down thirty five. Okay, okay. So, so you're just you guys moved to the big city and yeah, and, and threw your you threw your hat in the ring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, how long did you? How long were you in the city itself? Uh, well, I'm still here. Um, I mean, yeah, like, no, on. no. I mean, like in Austin proper. Oh, um, well, yeah. I'm still, I'm still like pretty, pretty much like not downtown Austin. I'm in like North Austin, but uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, but yeah. At, at that point, I just kind of started playing downtown. Like, like I said, like five, six nights a week, just mm-hmm. every night, just trying to, trying to get out there. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where and so you you cut your teeth in Austin then as a yeah musician. pretty much yeah that's tight that's tight that's mm-hmm. a that's a beautiful place to do it um, yeah so what tell us the meaning of your one original song of one of your original songs please yeah you know what there you go Sandra Sandra Pizzo hey Sandra Sandra Pizzo what how do you say it Pizzo Pizzo yep. <laughs> Uh, Sandra Pizzo wants to know, you know, I, I actually did write down Into the Void because I was listening to that. Uh, I've been listening to your, your EP, which is out now, which you guys probably know that. Uh, but I'm still going <laughs> to... <They> better. <laughs> you, you motherfuckers better know what's going on. Uh, here's a, here's some... Okay, great. Oh, I put in I put it in backwards. Hold on. There you go. Uh, I, I went ahead and made a song whip for anybody who is in chat that might not know, but Phil has an EP out right now, his latest EP, and it's called Into the Void, which is very good. And I never put the Twitter link in there, so there you go. I'm really on top of shit today, folks. But I went ahead <laughs> Same and, as me, man. <laughs> I went ahead and made a, a song whip, so uh, you can get that uh, on any platform you stream if you click that link. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm re- I really dig your, your EP. And uh, well, yeah, thanks, if you wanna if you wanna give a little bit of uh, I actually the song into the void is one of the songs I've been sort of listening to on repeat, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know if if you feel like it, would you like to sort of give the meaning behind uh, into the void? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that song is kind of uh, I try to like I try to make the songs kind of vague so that people can take their own meanings out of them. Yeah, I try to yeah. Not have, like too many specifics and stuff, but. Uh, but for me, it kind of just meant uh, I've seen myself and I see in a lot of other people that instead of like facing actual like issues or problems that we might have, we try to treat the symptoms and we try to uh, like focus that en- energy elsewhere. Um, so instead of like taking care of the things you need to to kind of move on or get into a better place in your life, uh, you're focused on little things or focused on blaming other people for your problems or something. So that's kind of. Uh, what that song is about is about kind of uh, slipping back into the void is like slipping back into bad habits and, Mm. and not really digging yourself out of your problems and just, you know, not facing the actual problem that you're having. And and have you ever had any bad habits that you've uh, slipped back into? Oh, all the time. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Whether it's like, you know, like taking care of myself or like, like, doing cardio or going to the gym or something or not eating like shitty food all the time, uh, all that kind of stuff, you know, and that's kind of what the other song talked me into anything. That song's about me, like being able to talk myself into like justifying bad habits and bad things and stuff like, uh, so it kind of all kind of goes to together. Don't, <laughs> or Paige, you hissing at the gym. 
Jim. <laughs> I freaking, uh, I, dude, I'm with you right there, man. I was 325 pounds in high school. Like mm-hmm. that whole. That whole thing about trying to control what goes into your gullet is just like, that is probably one of the hardest things I'm facing. And I work in a kitchen where I have really yummy food all the time. Like today we had Rubens, which is very trashy sandwiches, but they're so fucking good. And I'll just say, I ate like two of them. Just because I, I made like like fifteen Rubens and and only like half of them got eaten, so I'm just sitting there like blah, blah, blah. they're just gonna go to waste. You know? <laughs> That's how I see it too. And exactly, what, dude. Yep, you talk me into anything. That's right, exactly. right, and you justify <laughs> it because it's like I hate to see this go into the garbage. And this is mm-hmm. just this is waste. You know, they're they're yep. starving children in you know name the country. They're starving children here in America. You know, and I'm sitting here just dump it out, dump it out. And I hate mm-hmm. that. I hate that fear, yeah. man. And, and and it's sugar. And it's fucking sugar, man. I, I don't know. Like how hey, Mana Mana Steins. Mana Steens. Mona. Mona. Welcome in. Thank you so much for that follow. And uh yeah, there it'll go away in a second. You know how this works. Uh <laughs> No, uh, uh, so so do you work out regularly or do you try to work out? I try to. I'm bad about it. I'm, I mean, look at me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> pumping too much iron, but I, tr- <laughs> I try to, but yeah. yeah. Dude, no, it's uh, it, it it's hard, man. It's really hard. Hey, skirt, thank you again. Thank you so guys. Thank you guys for the follow. I appreciate that. Phil's original song, off of the EP called "Send You Down the River" is everyone's favorite song. I see, I see. Well, well, let's <laughs> thank get you, to Brad. Um, no, the the whole uh, the whole like getting yourself to do things that really suck. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I definitely look at the gym like, this is going to suck. Every time I go there, it's like, this is awful. Don't want to be here. But then you think about like the, 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 what, what, what you feel like afterwards. And I guess yeah. that's what sort of charges me to go. Uh, are you currently in a routine right now or are you just? Are um, you- yeah, I, so a few years ago, probably like, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I slipped a disc in my back. Oh, I was just like in like the worst shape of my life, and that's kind of when I was like, "Yeah, I got to start making some changes." Mm-hmm. And so I'm definitely not in as bad a shape as I was at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have a I've been working on a on a routine and and kind of sticking semi close to it. Yeah, that's cool. What does it consist of? Um, you know, just going to the gym a couple times a week and then been trying to get back into cardio, which was the main thing I was lacking. But a yeah. couple of weeks ago, I finally really started getting back into that and just like kind of trying not to giving myself some slack because I'll fall off the wagon and then I'm just all the way off, you know, yeah. so just working on cutting myself a break and just getting back on as quickly as possible kind of thing. Have you, uh, I mean, you, you live in a party city. I mean, have you ever had any issues with alcohol or anything like that? Um, fortunately, no, like, you know, I like to drink and have a good time and stuff, but, uh, it's never really been a problem or anything for me. That's, that's awesome, man. (laughs) I've definitely seen a lot of musicians that, uh, that it has been a problem, you know, and I think maybe that kind of made me a little bit extra aware and try to be like mindful and honest with myself about that. Like if it did get to a point to like, try to call myself out, you know, right. Not let it get too far. Cause I've definitely seen some musicians, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them go off kind of off the deep end, you know? Yeah, absolutely. man. And it's so easy as, as musicians or artists, mm-hmm. I mean, but, but especially musicians, because you are literally playing mostly bars and wherever you go is drinks and, 
And uh, if you're killing it, you know, like people really want to buy you drinks and it's like, yeah. you know, and, and people just want to talk to you and hang out. Let me buy you a shot. So yeah. it's like, a, it's like, it's like a fat <laughs> yeah. guy working in a kitchen, honestly. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's Whether like, it's the bar giving you free drinks or yeah, or, or people like listening that want to buy you drinks. Yeah. It's just always there and always around you and kind of actively being pushed like toward you. Yeah, and man, that was like the hardest thing it, of all the drugs that I've had uh, had ingested into my system. It, I feel like alcohol was one of those ones that was just like, uh, my God, I, 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 it was the hardest one for me to kick and hardest one yeah. for me to sort of step away from. But uh, that, I find it awesome that you sort of never had an issue with uh, dealing with that, uh, dealing with, uh, you know, that kind of addiction have have you ever had any other addictions other than like food obviously we're food addicts <laughs> yeah probably just Tex-Mex that's probably about it <laughs> bro what is up with the Velveeta on the on the on the uh, enchiladas in San Antonio what what is that what mm, what the hell is I don't that? know I yeah I'm not about that I don't <laughs> No, U.S. alcohol culture is unreal, and it's like one of those drugs that's always promoted as like it's party time, and, and you know, mm -hmm. it, you know, you're gonna have a good time, and it, it's sexy, and it's like there's nothing sexy about like waking up in your own vomit and piss, and like you have the worst hangover, and and you can't you can't face the sun, and you can't look at anybody in the eye, you're fucking shaking, and like you. Ugh. Yeah, what the best night of my life. Yeah, no, it's, it's never <laughs> yeah. that. It's it's never that. You know, it's never, it's never like I wake up the next day feeling like I'm ready to take on the world. It's always like I feel the worst I've ever felt in my life, and yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and do that again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. When I first moved to Austin, and I was playing some of those gigs, like I would play like. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and then I just go out onto 6th Street at like 2:30, 3 in the morning, and there would just be like vomit on the sidewalks and people like passed out on the hoods of cars and so and it would be like a Tuesday, and I was just like, this place is wild. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that's what's so good. That's what's so cool about sort of being. I'm take. I'm guessing that the city that you were born in is is kind of small and and. And you and you kind of moved to the big city, and it was kind of. I mean, being su in yeah. such proximity to the to Austin, I'm sure you it was in you were a part of Austin was a part of your life, your whole life. But actually being inundated and being thrown into it is kind of a little culture shock. I'm yeah, like, for sure. Being there, like being here like every night, and like you know, uh, if I did come up to Austin or something, it'd be like on a weekend or something like that. It wouldn't be like every day but uh or like a weekday but yeah living up here and then being here on the weekdays and just every day and gigging every day yeah it was definitely uh, a lot different and uh it took a lot of getting used to like yeah it was just a totally different vibe than the town i grew up in yeah you said you were you went to san diego what were you doing in san diego uh that was actually my last gig uh before covid i was playing a wedding uh, in San Diego, like the San Diego, like San Marcos area. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I played a wedding and then we came back and literally like the day after we got back, everything shut down oh, for Jesus. COVID. Oh, and yeah, I came back, all my gigs were canceled. <laughs> everything was, everything was done. And I was like, okay, that's, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. What do we do now? Uh, well, what did you do now? Um, well, I 
at that point I was live streaming on Periscope. Oh, uh, I didn't really know about Twitch or anything. I would just, uh, I would just stream at my gigs. I'd set my phone up and sometimes I could talk to people. Sometimes my phone would be away from me. Mm. Um, but, uh, like once a week I would do this, uh, stream. Uh, it was just a bunch of musicians, uh, like one every hour. It was called the music block. And I would do that on Thursdays. And, uh, when all my gigs got canceled, I was like, well, I guess I could do that. But like just here at the house, you know, and uh, so that's kind of uh, where I started uh, streaming and like streaming from here at my house instead of just at the gigs. And uh, the cool thing about that was I realized I could just sit here and like talk to people and hang out with the people that were watching instead of like not really being able to interact with them and then after a few months uh periscope completely shut down <laughs> and uh, yeah which was super stressful because at that point that was like my only source of income wow uh, were you able to make a decent uh wage off of periscope uh i was able to survive definitely for uh for a long time i was just doing that uh and uh, was it a tip-based uh platform mm-hmm. kind of like yeah Twitch? okay yeah, people had instead of bits, it was called super hearts, and they could uh, tip you with super hearts. Hey. And so I was making uh, all right money. You yeah. know, it wasn't what I was making when I was gigging, right? But it was enough to like pay the bills. I wasn't really being able to save or anything, uh, but I was getting all the bills paid. And uh, I kind of I found out about Twitch, and so I started doing like I would do four hours six days a week, and so I would do like wow. three hours on Periscope, and then the last hour I'd be like, hey y'all, like. I'm going to hop over to Twitch if you want to come hang out over there, trying to kind of get the community that that we had built over there to come and join on Twitch. And a lot of them, a lot of them came over, which was really cool. And like right about that time was when Periscope went under and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to only do Twitch now where like I don't have nearly as many viewers or anything. Right. And uh, so I kind of started building that up. Um, And yeah, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Twitch, I, 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 I don't know. I don't. I mean, I knew about Periscope, but was that primarily something that you had to do off your phone? Uh, no, they had a, a program. Uh, what was it called? I think it's called like, I don't even remember what it was called, but you could do it from your phone or from your uh, computer. Hmm. And so I had like my user interface and uh, that was kind of where I started looping and everything because I was able to, you know, have the microphone and the audio and, and all of that stuff, not just from the phone. Uh, so yeah, and that kind of prepared me for, for hopping over to Twitch. And then when I saw the music community in Twitch, I was like, oh, this is where like all of the musicians and stuff are. Cause there were some really, uh, really amazing musicians on Periscope, but I always was kind of like wondering why there weren't a lot more. Mm-hmm. And it was cause they were all on Twitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what I found out. I was like, oh, this is where, this is where everybody's hanging out. Yeah, and when you when you came over to Twitch, did you start upgrading your stuff, or were you already in the process of upgrading and sort of you know? Because I see you got nice lights over there, and mm-hmm. you know your overlay. It looked are... like I was playing out of a doctor's waiting room. Is what it looked like. That's like I started seeing everybody's setups and everything, and it gave me ideas of like things I wanted to implement and things I didn't want to implement. And uh, like kind of like creating an atmosphere and a mood and everything. And I looked around my room and it was all just like, you know, the white, like halogen lights and stuff. And I was like, this, 
Yeah, it looks like somebody like a doctor's gonna come through this door and be like, All right, Mr. <laughs> Luna, we're ready to see you, you know. And so I was like, I gotta kinda up my game a little bit here. I gotta up my game. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. I, it was the same for me and my wife. We uh we we started, you know, like I think we were on YouTube at first, right when the pandemic mm-hmm. hit. And then and then uh, as we went over to to Twitch and you start seeing these streamers and it was really interesting to see like the streamers who have been doing it long before the pandemic started and how their stuff was already pimped out. They were right. Yeah. And I mean, my God, the people who are here, you know, before the prior to the pandemic, I mean, they just took such a boost in their, all their viewings and just did so great. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how long into the pandemic did you, uh, did you switch over to Twitch or were sort of forced? Into um, it? I don't remember exactly what the timeline was. I was kind of already uh, in the process of doing that uh, before they shut Periscope down. Like I said, mm-hmm. I would do like one hour. Uh, my first stream for Twitch was in like November of 2020. Oh, okay. So, uh, And then I think they shut down Periscope in like February or March or something like that of uh, 2021. Oh, okay. And and so, yeah, I had uh, just kind of barely, I was still pretty new to Twitch and still pretty overwhelmed. There was like so much, there's so much more stuff on Twitch, right? Uh, which makes it a lot more complicated, but it also makes it a lot better, I feel like. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. You, there's like way more ways for people to interact and there's more ways for people to, you know, just, just to get to know people and talk to people. Now that you're sort of playing gigs again, are are you taking any of these like Twitch skills? Because it is a skill to do this. It is a squill. Mm-hmm. A squill. It is a squill <laughs> to, uh, to, you know, read a chat as you're playing and sort of going back and, you know, just remembering what people said and I mean yeah catching sarcasm in in, in text <laughs> you know like with, yeah uh have you taken any of those skills to the live gigs at all um a little bit I kind of try to keep them kind of separate because I feel like uh if I'm at a gig then the venue you know they're paying me to entertain their clients or mm-hmm. their their customers and stuff you know so uh, sometimes I will have my phone like right next to me if I can do it kind of discreetly. Mm. Um, and, and also at the same time, like the reason I still stream my live gigs on Twitter and not Twitch is because I want people to know if I'm getting onto Twitch, like I'm here to like hang out with y'all right? and, and we're going to be chatting and engaging and stuff instead of uh, them being like, oh, he's at a live gig and isn't really like going to be able to pay attention or anything, you know? So I still do all my live gigs on Twitter uh, that way, if people do want to hang out and if they do want to listen, that's cool. Uh, but I'm not really going to be able to engage the same way as I do when I'm on Twitch, you know? Yeah. You can't ban trolls at the venue. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, you can't you, if they have a door guy. Yeah, know? exactly. Was, sometimes <laughs> you can. Sometimes you can. I'd be like, listen, you got to go. You're out of here. No, it, it's really interesting to see because, like, my, again, my wife streams uh, uh, and she, uh, and the now when she does live gigs, she's so much more uh, in tune with the audience. And it's really interesting mm-hmm. to see that because before we came to Twitch, we were both, I mean, we were doing live learns before we came to Twitch. So like, and we were able, we got it down. We were doing so many gigs and doing that sort of practice of people just being like, can you play, you know, fly like an eagle? And he's like, yeah, we can do that. And it, <laughs> however it came <laughs> out, it came out. But 
Uh, to be able to sort of do that on the spot, that was a skill that we sort of developed over, you know, a couple years of, of hardcore um, live gigging. And then uh, coming to Twitch, it was just sort of simple. But now to see the sort of reverse where when she plays live gigs, she's like, she's very, because she's a singer. I'm not a singer. I'm just, I'm just the guy who plays stuff uh <laughs> she she's very much she uh she is way more engaging with the audience and mm-hmm. she she has a great way of drawing people in and and plus live learn when we were doing live learns before twitch and streaming and stuff like that was like a good way to because sometimes you're playing for like you know it could be a dead night it'd be like you know four or five people who are like watching the game and you know probably prefer you just to stop singing but <laughs> yeah but by the end, she was able to. Uh, hey, Raina, welcome in. Uh, that's my wife right there, Raina Mystique. Uh, hey, Raina. Uh, she, you know, she was able to. Um, she was able to uh, uh, get people. It, it was just very funny to see her being able to get people to. I mean, by the end of the night, we'd be walking out of there with a good amount of tips. Whereas, like the waiters and the waitresses, they walked out with barely anything. And, yeah. And and just yeah. Yeah, I figured. I appreciate you, dear. Dear. Oh, my God. What are we, like an old married couple? <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> hey, dear. Uh, God, I'm in another planet these days. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's really interesting to sort of see that uh, that interaction with her. And now it's even more where well, we, we she doesn't really play, like, bar gigs anymore, but we'll play, like, these these festivals and stuff. And... Even like on a stage with you know like on a festival stage, she'll just be pointing out people and talking to people, having conversations yeah, with people like awesome. it's like it's a chat. So yeah. I, I find that I always find that interesting to see if, you know if people um, are taking these sort of chat skills to the live gigs with them now that gigs are back. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so you're not sitting there just having full on conversations with the lady in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think that's one thing that still could use a ton of work is my live mm-hmm. banter. Like I'm super comfortable in a Twitch stream, like hanging out with people and, and like messing around and like skirt here, putting the dang Christmas lights on and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but uh, but live, I for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just because I'm like more of an introvert mm-hmm. when it comes to like live situations. But uh, I yeah, that that needs a lot of work in my book is. Uh, is the crowd interaction and stuff. I usually just stand there and just just play, and that's about the extent of it. Yeah. And that was that song. Next. Yep, exactly. That's like kind of how I am live. Oh, I so feel no, like, it hasn't translated yet. I feel that, though. I feel that. I'm the same way. Like, when I'm on stage, I just sort of want to sit there and, like, that's what's good about being in the background to be a background player, just an instrumentalist, yeah. is, like, I don't have to talk to these people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's not my job this person does that if they want uh but i i feel that man i feel that that, have you always been sort of an introvert pretty much yeah Mm. Mm -hmm. what how was uh what were you uh how was your school life how how was uh you know coming up in school were you uh were you the popular guy were you the quiet guy who just sort of stuck to himself (laughs) Play um, play Pokemon or whatever. I mean, <laughs> what was your school uh, I was life? Was definitely like? the definitely the quiet guy. Yeah, for sure. Like I had, you know, my circle of friends and and stuff, but I wasn't like piping up in class by any means. 
yeah, you 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 weren't making jokes and farting loud. You're just like, I just no, need to get really. the fuck. <laughs> did you enjoy school or was it like uh, you hated it? Um, or did I, you? There were aspects of it that yeah. I enjoyed. Like um, I enjoyed, you know, a, a lot. I still have quite a bit of friends from from my school years mm-hmm. uh, that I'm still in touch with. Uh, and that's also kind of where I was in in band and like kind of learned music. And I, I was in, you know, I had private lessons for like piano and guitar, but um, but I definitely helped me learn like how to practice and mm-hmm. how to how to get better and and stuff like that. Um, so I would say it was kind of a mixed bag, you know, mm-hmm. I, there were aspects of it that I didn't care for, like yeah. the school part, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't care for it either. Were you a good student? Um, I was a decent student. Not, you know, I, I would say like A B probably. Like, wow. that's a that's an excellent student. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no like valedictorian or anything, but she see it's like man, I I hated school to the point where I I barely graduated. So I I, yeah. I hats off to that. Like I mean, I know it's just school and that's not your whole life, but like there there is something about school if you can sort of get in that sort of work ethic and at a young age. I feel like it makes your life a little bit easier to to when it does come to like it's okay, now it's time to work, it's time to get this, you know, I got to get mm-hmm. my job done. I, I didn't come into that until into my 30s. Well, when I stopped doing drugs and alcohol is when I decided, it's like, hey, I do like to work. <laughs> it's just, yeah, uh, I just was running away from my problems all this time. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think a Twitch audience has a different contract than a bar audience. I agree with that, but you can sort of, just from seeing how my wife will work a bit, and I mean, this isn't this isn't universal across everything, but just seeing how my wife is able to sort of work a crowd now, I feel like uh, it, it's uh, it is something you can sort of incorporate, and you can you can sort of have that go. Um, you can have sort of a similar contract, and of course, it's a different contract altogether. But you can still have that that same kind of connection. You know, uh, obviously, it's a little different, but. I think you can do that. Uh, how did you form? How did your band form? Sandra wants to know. Uh, so the band I have now, uh, like I said, when I first moved to Austin, uh, I was playing at this bar uh, maybe like once or twice a week and they got a new owner and new management. And I was like, man, I hope they like me and they don't like give me the boot, you know, because sometimes <laughs> when a new person comes in they want to clean house and like get their own people or like kind of create a new atmosphere uh but the gm there he was like he was super kind and he was like oh i really like you like do you want to just play here like five nights a week (laughs) and i was like uh okay (laughs) yes that that's kind of what allowed me to like quit my day job and just start playing music full-time um and my drummer he was the door guy at the bar and uh the door it was kind of an interesting setup the so the stage was right next to the front door and they had like these double windows that were open like with the sidewalk right there so people could walk like behind the stage and and hear the music from outside and hopefully draw people in and just me playing there like five nights a week my drummer or the door guy like just kind of memorized all the songs and I'd hear him over there like singing harmonies and uh and one day I was driving down on my gig and I just got a call and he was like, hey, this is uh, the, the door guy over at the bar that you play at. Uh, is it cool if I play drums with you tonight? And uh, I was just like, uh, 
I guess so. That's, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, and he was like, "Cool," because they're already on the stage and set up and stuff. And so, <laughs> and yeah, and so we just uh, we played that first that first night together, uh, and it was one of those things like where it was so weird. I don't know if it was just because he had heard me play for so long, but it, we just started playing together, and it was like we had always been playing together. Like he did all the fills and the right spots and like all the like stop times and everything like it just fit like a glove and then the gm he was like okay i don't want you working the door anymore like you know now i want you playing with phil like every night now and so (laughs) it's like now you're a bad you go do that now yeah (laughs) did he up your pay did he increase the pay yeah he did yeah that's dope he upped the pay and yeah i love those relationships that you can have with you know owners or bookers where they're just like they're encouraging the music they're in they're Mm -hmm. like not afraid to pay because there are some People who are just like, oh, I'm not going to pay you. or Yeah, there are. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, this this whole thing about exposure, right? It's like, uh, yeah, you, you play my club and you'll get exposure. And it's like exposed yeah. to starvation. Like, what, what are right. you talking about? Like, that's that's not going to feed me, bro. Uh, yeah, if only my bills got paid with exposure as well, you know, <laughs> then that would work out perfectly for, until right. that happens. Yeah it, 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 yeah, it never does. It never does, folks. Uh, but, I mean... Obviously, there are gigs like that you could take that will get you some kind of exposure. I mean, it that yeah, well, you know, like we'll still play gigs that I mean, I don't think I don't think my wife's played a free gig in a long time, but like if, mm-hmm. if it was like a really, really cool gig, then I feel like you know, we can talk about it. But man, I think I'm too old to take free gigs, even if it is exposure, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. too old for that. <laughs> like, I've been doing this and for kind too of long. The thing I've noticed is any venue that that doesn't really like either prioritize the music budget or you know or just doesn't have one sometimes that's the case um but if you know if they're not willing to pay for to have like like musicians like good musicians come through there then the exposure you're going to get is probably not all that great anyways it's probably not people that are coming to listen to music you know it's people that just want to like drink and watch the football game and you're just kind of in the way back there because music isn't a priority at that place right right yeah that's a really good point i mean if they if they don't even have the you know if they don't even have the budget or even have the forethought about paying and it's just like just come play for free and it's like what what's what's even happening here? What is this bar yeah. even doing? Um, there there were some bars like you know there there are some cool bars around you know certain cities where it's like they they are really cool bars and you might get exposure. But I feel like I feel like playing live. You know if you if you're an original band and you're trying to get out there. And you're first starting out. I could see it, you know. I could see mm-hmm. you know hitting up these open mics. I could yeah. see you know hitting up playing some free free shows, especially if it's a venue that's pretty popular in your town. Yeah. But once you hit a certain point, I, I feel like you're only. I've heard somebody describe it as this: is if you're going to accept free gigs, or if you're even going to accept gigs less than what you want out of your gig, or what your pay is, that you're actually doing harm to the music community. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it is, where it's like this is sort of setting the precedence for everyone now. You know who comes through here. Yeah. It's like, well, I can just hire, I can hire Johnny Two Dicks over here, and he'll fucking <laughs> he'll come play for free. And it's like, oh, so what? <laughs> like, go hire that <laughs> asshole because that's, 
you know, it, it's it's yeah. It, it, it does, and I can see that. I can see how that could sort of uh, you know lower the value of a music scene. Photographers yeah. say the same things. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine War Pregio. Like I can imagine that. Uh, I feel like it probably it it, it goes across. Um, uh, different mediums of art as well, just you know, art in general. Uh, you know, you 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 should be paid for what you do, especially if you've worked a long time. Uh, I like that meme. Have you ever seen that meme um, where it's like um, where they sort of break down the actual cost of what it is to be a musician? And when, yeah, and and it's like you know you got to pay for the gas, the time that you put into it, lessons, your you know five thousand dollar guitar, keyboard, you know you, your your car, uh, mm. all the things that sort of add up, and and you're going to play like a fifty dollar gig. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh shit, but but yeah, I mean oh damn it, I didn't do the thing where I was supposed to think. Um, I didn't set my <laughs> I didn't set my camera up. I, Douchebag, uh, but the but yeah, it, there there is that aspect where it's like, man, if you're not valuing yourself, then no one's gonna value you. No one's gonna mm -hmm. give you. So you have to sort of set these these limitations and these boundaries, um, yeah. or else you'll you know you'll always be you'll always be um, taken advantage of, and and you know and, and and you're bringing down your whole community. If you mm -hmm. set the bar high. Uh, because you're worth it, because you believe in what you do, because you 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 you've worked really hard to do what you do, then you know, like I feel like that that also motivates other artists as well to sort of do better as well. I I mean, would you agree with that? I think so, yeah. And I would also say, like, I've learned, especially from doing like private gigs and weddings and things mm -hmm. like that, uh, that if you give yourself like if you sell yourself short. Uh, monetarily then they're gonna think you're doing that because you're not very good like yeah you know they're expecting like like if i want to have somebody really good uh i'm expecting to have to pay a whole lot of money <laughs> you know yeah. kind of thing so yeah. you like set your expectations with your price kind of is one thing i've learned because like when i first started doing weddings and private things and one of the last bands i was in we had a bad habit of kind of lowballing people just mm. hoping that they would like choose us and uh it got to a point where we were lowballing them so much that they would be like here we're gonna we're gonna give you more than that like what are you doing <laughs> and like, <laughs> like i kind of left that band you know but because i i thought that was not the greatest business model yeah um but yeah that's one thing i've learned is that when you set your price high they think they know that they're paying for quality right you know, and they're expecting a certain quality for their money as opposed to uh like you don't necessarily if you're having a wedding want to like skimp out on things and have mm. you know especially like entertainment when everybody's there and hanging out yeah yeah definitely i uh yeah that that is a good that is a good adding addition to all of that because for sure man uh did we have a question from the guest sorry i i lost complete track of where i was in real <laughs> time good. everyone in real time you know it, it's funny guys uh just so y'all know i ran out of my meds and so like my brain is like pew, pew, pew. i have adhd and so mm -hmm. like i ran out of my adhd medication so like my fucking I can really <laughs> tell that I'm not on that shit because my shit is going this way, that way, this way, that way. And it's just, it's annoying. It's annoying. It's like, well, at least you know it's working, you know? Like, yeah, for real though. <laughs> for real though. Because it's like, holy shit. Like today I was all anxious and shit at work. And like, I was just mm -hmm. like, I, I couldn't get 
my thoughts together and it, it that is it's wild it is wild it's only been a couple of days since i ran out and the, and it's just been like what the fuck's going on no <laughs> it's really interesting do you have any sort of neurodivergence i don't know i mean is that something um, that you deal I'm definitely with definitely an, an anxious person i don't know if it's been like i haven't been diagnosed or anything like mm-hmm. that but i I'm definitely an anxious person. I have had like essential tremors. I have these shakes, which oh, wow. especially as a guitar player, like I feel like I look like I'm always nervous because I'm always just kind of shaking. Oh, and wow. so I've had people like come up to me and be like, calm down. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I am perfectly calm. But in their defense, I'm sitting there like this, like playing wow. guitar. Um, but that's really the only thing I've been like actually diagnosed with. Wow. that That's wild. What does that come from? Uh, it's a hereditary thing. Um, I've taken a few different things for it. Right now, I'm, I've got this uh, like CBD uh, kind of tincture thing that I've been taking that seems to be helping quite a bit. That's awesome. That's a, hey, hey, Tampa Bay Rabbit, I see you. I, I see your question. I didn't forget about you. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to your question. I promise you. I promise. I, I just... I'm just going with the flow, Tampa Bay. So your question is coming up. I promise that you don't don't feel bad. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a hereditary thing where like yeah. So you're you're like your dad had it or uh, it was, I think it runs on my mom's side. Yeah, I've had like aunts and uncles that have had it. And my mom's had it in some capacity. Yeah. So is that is that something that gets worse over time, or is it something that um, I mean, is it is it a neurological thing? I mean, like what what I think it's think? a neurological thing. Yeah, the um, but yeah, it can get worse over time. Uh, mine has stayed about the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, whenever we were aud- uh, auditioning for like the high school talent show, uh, it was like the first time I had performed in front of anybody and i was taking these like beta blockers for it at the time oh, wow. which are like a, pr- a prescription for it and uh i hadn't taken them that day and we went up to uh we went up to the stage to like you know because they wanted to kind of hear everybody first uh and i like couldn't even hold on to the neck of my guitar because uh being nervous does accentuate it but yeah i was like sitting there and like i I like couldn't even hold my hand was like this like trying to hold on to the the neck of the guitar and so i went home popped my beta blockers and came back like an hour later and we did it. And I could like, I was still shaking, but I could at least like hold the guitar. Wow. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, it hasn't been that bad in, in quite a while. Wow. man, that, that's wild. And so the CBD is helping. That's helped. Yeah. And like probably the most anxious I get playing music is weddings. Cause uh. you don't want to screw up somebody's wedding, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, I definitely, I'll like, <laughs> bring a little Jack Daniels or something with mm. me to kind of, that helps to kind yeah. of calm the nerves. So yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, uh, are you able to, uh, you know, I know you said you're not a big drinker in that sense, but are you able to sort mm-hmm. of handle your booze pretty well with your playing? Pretty well. Yeah. I feel like I'm very mindful. Like when mm-hmm. I first started singing, uh, I was super anxious and I would get pretty drunk before before I would sing in front of people yeah. just because I was horrified. Um, it's a vulnerable and, thing, man. It's a very vulnerable yeah, thing. Definitely. Um, and so I kind of, you know, I didn't have to do that after a certain amount of time. After a certain point, I got comfortable with it. Um, but but yeah, I, I feel like I'm pretty aware of like, because I feel like there's a bell curve where you're like feeling good. 
and your self-confidence is going up Mm -hmm. and then you pass a certain point where your self-confidence is still there, but your ability might not necessarily be there. And what you're hearing isn't exactly what everybody else hears. Right. And I know I've been in those positions and I just kind of grew to be mindful of it. And so now, yeah, I can, uh, I have a pretty good grasp on like, Oh, I better like kind of chill out on that. I don't want (laughs) to like go, go too far over. <laughs> Have you seen him on Twitter? What do you talk about skirt. Get out of here with that. <laughs> oh, yo, no. Same. You can ban him if you want to. You like? Oh, never, never skirt, never, never. I, I always I like a friendly troll. Like th- those are my favorite. <laughs> those are my favorite. Uh, yo, I, I was the same way, but me, I, I'm just terrible at drinking, and there's no off switch. So it was like I would just ruin yeah. people's set. That was like my 20s was just ruining other band sets. Like just the 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 and just just be and god awful and like oh man it's i had a couple nights like that yeah too well i mean it's even harder for you since you're like the front person who's like you know has to remember (laughs) lyrics or at least read them off of an ipad or something you know so it's like yeah uh, and playing guitar and playing at the same time you you have a lot more i feel like on your shoulders and for me it was literally i had one thing to do and that was not get too drunk to play whatever instrument I was playing that night. And it, it just never works. It just never works. There's no off switch with me. So it's like, it, as soon as I stopped drinking, I had a, I had a career in music. It, it, I, yeah. Everything else was just ruining other people's sets. So. <laughs> I do remember one night, like in my 20s, in my early 20s, when uh, the next day, one of my friends, she was like, she was like, oh, that was so much fun last night. I can't believe y'all pay, played money, like Pink Floyd's money. Like, y'all rock that. And I was just thinking to myself, I have no idea how to play that song. I've never played it before. And I don't think I know any of the words. And she was just like, y'all crushed money. It was so good. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> that is very funny to me. It reminds me of like um, Stephen King doesn't remember writing Cujo or writing um, <laughs> Misery. I think there's like yeah. a few novels where Stephen King was just so coked out of and drunk off his ass <laughs> that he doesn't remember writing these masterpieces. But yeah. you know they were in there somewhere. And and inside you, Phil. <laughs> There's there's, <laughs> there's Pink a Floyd's. Pink Floyd song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like uh, uh, it, it's like it's like people who hit their head and and uh, can speak French now. It's like oh okay, he was he he spoke English his whole life, and then here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, Samo, what's up, buddy? Welcome, man. Jim Morrison took over. Yes, you, you're da- <laughs> yep. you're you're damn right. You're damn right. Um, it's a possession. Yo, hey, watch out, <laughs> watch out. It, 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 speaking of Pink Floyd, did you see the, did you hear their last single that they put out? I don't think I did, no. It's like, a, it's like, it's all, it's a Ukraine, it's a thing for Ukraine. And it's like, okay. uh, it's a guy, they they sampled it off of a, uh, uh, some dude singing off of his uh, Instagram. And he's singing like in the middle of like, uh, I can't remember the square, but uh, he's just singing some like traditional Ukraine uh, f- song or something, and they create a whole song around it. And and it, I mean, it's okay, you know, like yeah. it, it, you know, Roger Waters is not part of the band, and and homie um, Richard Rye has passed, so like mm-hmm. it's just some song, you know. It's it's yeah. fun, it's fun, but it's not something I'm gonna go back to. Are, are you a big Pink Floyd fan? Um. 
not not a huge they mm. they weren't like a huge influence on me. I appreciate their music and right. their, you know their musicianship and 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 like their like willingness to experiment and just kind of get crazy with things. Um, but they I've definitely have bigger influences on me than than Pink Floyd for sure. Like who? Um, I would say like when I first heard like Ozzy and Black Sabbath when I, I found them like between like eighth grade and ninth grade that summer and it just kind of like flipped a switch in my brain yeah because uh, like I used to listen to all these CDs that I had like Third Eye Blind and Everclear and like all my like alternative rock 90s all those stuff 90s that I was song. yeah maybe. yeah and like honestly it got to a point where like I would get so impatient with music that like I couldn't even listen to a whole song I would like start it and then be like all right what's the next one <laughs> and that was kind of my attitude with it yeah and then when I found uh when I got paranoid um I think something just clicked and I was just like this is like what I like and and I would say they definitely I have other influences now that like affect my songwriting uh and style a lot more than they do right but at that time they definitely like kind of lit a passion for music in me that wasn't really there yeah. at that time and and so I would say they're probably my overall biggest musical influence that way wow yeah i mean black sabbath and oz i mean and ozzy soul grew i mean it's incredible mm -hmm. I, I love yeah i love i love all of it um the the uh, i got to see black sabbath at Ozfest. um mm -hmm. oh my god it was probably early 2000s or maybe even late 90s or maybe it was like 99 but like system of a down was there deftones was there all these yeah. bands that did you get into like the 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 hardcore stuff like corn and, and limp biscuit <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was never too big into like corn and Limp Biscuit necessarily. I got into, uh, I love Pantera. I became oh, like yeah. obsessed with like Pantera. Fuck yeah, and, man. Cemetery uh, Gates, baby, is like my shit. And yeah. fuck R.I.P. R.I.P. Vinny. And, oh, yeah. I think we were talking about that in your stream one day. It was like, yeah, you, but they're both gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Vinny and, uh, and, and Dimebag, they're both gone. I, I'd forgot that Vinny died. But you played Cemetery mm -hmm. Gates, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I've never heard like a someone attempt this song with a with an acoustic, and you pulled it off rather nice. Yeah, I can do like the first half of the song. I can't. Yeah. It gets kind of you know. Yeah. I don't know if the second half I could pull that off necessarily. Is that fucking? Um, it's that riff, man. That like, oh my god, it's just yeah. It just like they melted my face like the first time I heard that. Dude, what was what is it? One hundred one proof, the live album. I remember fucking. Yeah, we used to take acid and fucking just like live in that fucking album. It's just like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is now when I think about it, taking fucking acid and listening to Pantera. Oh, Pantera. That's <laughs> the, yeah. It's kind little, of two opposite ends of the spectrum. I feel like. It's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's the life we live. But we were also right. listening to like Nine Inch Nails and shit like that. So yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah. You know, we do our thing. Now, uh, the the Oz, have you ever seen? Ozzy or or Black Sabbath. Yeah, or? Uh, we went to like my buddies and I went to a whole bunch of Ozfests. My yeah. my dad, uh, he he would take me to Ozfest because it was before I could even drive. So he would like yeah. take me and my buddies to Ozfest. Which hey, grabbing really my nuts. Welcome, in. <laughs> <laughs> welcome in, grabbing my nuts. What's up? Uh, 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 so your dad was your dad uh, into into Black Sabbath and stuff too. Uh, he liked Black Sabbath, but I could tell, you know, he didn't really care for any of the other bands that were at Ozfest necessarily. He just did it. You know, he was being nice. He's being and, a good dad. And, 
Yeah, exactly. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen Black Sabbath probably like six or seven times and then Ozzy solo probably like 10 times or so. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. What, 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 what lead guitarist era would you have wanted to see him live in? Oh, definitely Randy. Yeah. Like, I never got to see that. Right. Um, I love seeing him with Zach and I feel like Jakey Lee, it totally gets overlooked and Mm. like he was such a badass and, and he, he doesn't get as much love as Randy or or Zach Wilde. Um, but, but I think definitely Randy, I would have had to see that. Oh man. Same, same. I mean, I guess you got to go with that because he was like the original when he went solo, that was the original lead guitars, right? Randy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's that shit. So and and that and he died too young too. Man, that's, that's yeah. another sad story. Man, these these amazing artists who 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 check out too early. My uh my my daughter liked that series so much that she's still going to Miley concerts. Are you talking about Hannah Montana? <laughs> <laughs> Not a, not the biggest influence on me. Definitely. Are you sure, <laughs> Phil Luna? I'm are you sure? sure? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm into Miley Cyrus. She she yeah. she kind of she's like, got some cool stuff. She does, and um, I love her cover of Jolene. It was just, it's just yeah, like, that's awesome. It's like she she just has a really thick voice. You know, she's just like this mm-hmm. little tiny girl who's just just has the this, powerhouse. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and she just and, and you know she comes from country royalty, anyways. Fucking yeah. the mullet master himself. Fucking yep. What's that? What's it? Billy Ray? <laughs> Billy Ray. Yeah. Which I think it was hilarious that he he kind of made this comeback through hip hop, with <laughs> through uh, what's that guy's name? Um, oh, Lil Nas. Yeah, Lil Nas X. Which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Little Nas X. Go little Nas X. Uh giving Satan lap dances. I love it. Okay. <laughs> doing his thing. Uh let's get to this question since it's been 20 minutes. And and I, I do apologize, Tampa Bay. Uh I know you've been waiting. But can you talk about the little mascots, Bitsy and Scrambles? Um, I've got my little fake. Yeah, but here I'll just I got this little <laughs> this little fake uh stuffed cat here so basically when i got on twitch like i was telling you that i saw things that i wanted to implement and i didn't want to implement and i just like saw people with cat cams like and their cats (laughs) just like chilling in the background and i was like i've got cats like that's such a vibe i want to do that um and uh and it turns out my cats are just assholes and like don't ever want (laughs) to hang out with me uh like scrambles she tries to bite me on my feet anytime I sing. Uh, and then Bitsy <laughs> is just kind of scatterbrained. And every now and then she'll come hang out. But I got my girlfriend this. Uh, you can, there are like websites where you take a bunch of pictures of your cat and they'll make a stuffed version of it. Oh, dope. And yeah. And so that's what this is uh, for Bitsy. And so I was like, well, I already have another camera here. I have this cat bed. I have this cat. <laughs> so I'll just set that up and that'll be my cat cam. And every now and then I catch somebody. They're like, is that cat like doing okay? It hasn't moved very much. <laughs> um, so now it's just basically a meme. But yeah, that's kind of kind of the story behind that. <laughs> uh that uh that I think it's very funny that your your cats are assholes that just not trying to hang out. Yeah, they don't want anything to do with it. They're but I mean like cats are like that, right? Like cats are just on apparently own. not everybody's because I'll see oh, people yeah, with their right. cat cams and they're all cuddling and it's just like, passed out and just chilling, you know. Like just your cats. That. 
Yeah, I want that so bad. But this is <laughs> this is I'm a grown man with a fake with a stuffed cat is what I've been relegated to. I feel like there's a lot of grown folks on this platform who have a lot of just like silly shit just <laughs> sitting That's around. That's true. Yeah, I'm probably in the yeah. <laughs> just like little little pikachus just like people love my pikachu dan you know like this is dan the pikachu uh but (laughs) hey whatever works that that's one of the cool things i really like about twitch is that it's sort of you can encompass all your like weird little nerd things and like the harder nerd you go the more that people are just like yes you know like they just just love that whole uh that that whole aspect of it and, and i i dig it too man it, it's really fun you know but just like i, I fucking i fuck I, I had pokemon cards when i was a little kid so now i'm gonna just open pokemon cards on stream and like right you yeah. know <laughs> it's all this thing that so you get to encompass uh, uh, in your into your life and into your art again and it's fun Eh, yeah. we're all fucking weird. Yeah, I yeah, that's okay though. That's that's what's interesting about this platform is that it's a place for weirdos and like I don't know, like uh I've heard someone say like uh you know, uh not Twitch, but the internet is for lonely people and and not to say that you are lonely folks people. I'm just saying that it, it's for people who, you know, who might feel socially awkward or uh, who might not, you know, feel f- like they can fit in in you know IRL yeah. settings, and, uh, and and I could I tend to agree with that because that's how I was my whole most of my life. I was not really out and about, and it, funny enough, it's like why I was such an alcoholic was that I, I I had a hard time communicating with people because I'm just like a weirdo who's just <laughs> you know who who has a hard time making eye contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like you kind of have the same situation going, minus the alcoholism, but you know, like you, you have this, this, you know, anxiety, you're anxious and you, you know, like, have you been one to, uh, sort of, uh, do do you prefer to be alone at times or do you prefer to be like, uh, would you rather stay in than go out? Are you that type of person? Uh, I'm definitely a homebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If those are. If those are the two options, yeah, I definitely kind of prefer to hang out and just chill. But it used to be the other way. I feel like in my early 20s, I was like out like every night, you know. And so I don't know if that's just kind of getting older or kind of like just getting tired of that. (laughs) But uh, that's kind of how I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happens. Uh, You get older and you're just like, I'm not going to do that. It's like I'm not going (laughs) to go fight traffic to go hang out and see somebody's band or like, you know, have a drink and then have to figure out how i'm gonna get home or uber or like ugh. and here's the thing when i was young we didn't have uber you just drove drunk baby you just <laughs> you just drank and drive drank and drove <laughs> and that's just how it was done so uh I, we had taxis uh, to be fair we had taxis uh, don't drink and drive, folks. Is what I'm saying. All right, don't don't <laughs> That's fucking. The moral, drink. Of, <laughs> the moral of the story is: if don't you take drink. anything from today, <laughs> don't drink and drive. The EP, and then secondly, yes, don't drink. And yeah, drive. And, and and anybody <laughs> who's just sort of joining in and you don't know, make sure that you. Uh, ooh, dang! A would you rather? I I haven't Uh-oh. done that in a while. That sounds f- freaking delectable. We'll, we'll, we will do that, Chesling. 
like we already said, U.S. alcohol culture is unreal. Man, War Pregio, I guarantee wherever you're at, they drink off their ass too. Please. The, people act like alcohol is He's just... in the U.S., yeah. He's... Oh, okay, yeah. Well, then yeah. War Pregio, <laughs> you better calm down. Yes, the EP <laughs> is called Into the Void. Uh, if you guys haven't heard it, uh, uh, please make sure that you go and click on that link. We You, you can follow Phil's Twitch channel there. You can uh, find his website. And, of course, you can find Into the Void. And anybody who's listening on the audio side, make sure you go in the show notes and click on those freaking links. Go go do that now. Take a pause with a cause. Go click on that. We got a song whip in there. So you it, whatever platform you listen or stream your music, you can find it there. In Japan and Korea, you can drink in public. Well, in Austin, you can drink in public. So, you know, <laughs> there you go. Uh, is that right? Is that true? Can you walk around uh, with your boots? No, actually, they they. I saw a few people try to walk out with because okay, they think it's like mind. New Orleans. Because yeah. like New Orleans, you can. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, there would be dar- <laughs> door guys like trying to rip drinks out of people's hands, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> Never like, mind. Trying to walk out. Uh, in Brazil. Brazil. Well, I feel like anything goes in Brazil. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. I totally got that wrong. Don't go to Austin trying to walk around with your drinks, friends. Like it's not gonna work out. I was thinking. Uh, I guess I was thinking New Probably Orleans. New, Orleans, New yeah. Orleans. I think Memphis. You can do it too. I believe you can go to Beale Street and sort of kick it, kick around with your drink. I don't know. Whatever. Don't drink and drive, people. Just don't drink and drive. Or just just don't do that. That's all we ask of you is do not drink and drive because it's just not going to get anywhere. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Uh, Were you you one to take a chance in your day with the drinking and the driving? Uh Uh-oh. Maybe. I think the audio cut out. No. Hey, hey, hey. Now it's back. Now it's back. All right. All right. He just didn't want to answer that question. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Sorry. No. In your younger days, mm-hmm. allegedly, did you allegedly ever do the whole drinking and driving thing, or were you one of those people who were very responsible about that? Um, I was pretty mindful about that. Yeah. Um, just because, mainly, just because our town was so small and mm. there were so many cops everywhere. Oh, those sons of that bitches. like it's that's basically like the main reason, you know. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that had to be our town's like number one source of income was just <laughs> popping people for DUIs, and so I was always like, "That's not gonna be me." Yeah. No. Y- you know what? I I I I'm in like a city, but I lived in like a suburb. And mm-hmm. and the like in these like smaller cities, these little smaller suburbs, you know that the cops have nothing better to do than harass the local. They're just like hiding behind billboards and hiding behind buildings, <laughs> like on the downtown like stretch, like oh, just yeah. waiting for people to. And I was oh, like, and I was already an anxious person, so I was just right. like, no, I, I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. See, yeah. you're, you're so responsible, Phil. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you would have been a good influence on my life. My my friends were all <laughs> assholes or just doing the worst kind of things ever and not getting anything accomplished really until their later years. But, but it's nice that you were mindful about that. It's very nice that you, you had that. That's what Uber. Like I said, it was mainly for like out of self-preservation, but that's, (laughs) but that's like what everybody should be looking at. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. It's self-preservation. Like you don't want to murder yourself or, you know, a a whole family of unsuspecting drivers, you know, it's like, you know, fuck it. it, it, (laughs) 
it pisses me off, man. It pisses me off when you hear about these horrible tragedies that happen because people didn't take that take that step to just, you know, figure it out, man. You you went out drinking your ass off, they'll figure out. And I look back and I cringe. I, I cringe about the as many chances that I took. I ended up getting a DUI, of course, but I mm-hmm. I, I just absolutely cringe at at the, the the stupid chances that I took. Eating Taco Bell causes more ac- car accidents than drinking and driving. You better calm down, <laughs> and grab my nuts. <laughs> Sandra's got some plans. She's gonna <laughs> get me into trouble when she I comes. I will change in. him soon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, we're going out drinking and driving tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Tonight's plan is to drink and drive. <laughs> For God's sakes, that would that, that what? <laughs> how bored do you have to be if that's like your plans for the night it's like you live it i mean if if look sandra if you go to austin texas you, there's gonna be tons of things to do other than drinking and driving so no, don't worry sandra wants to party hey sandra wants to party. hey brazil man <laughs> brazil likes to party you, you can't go wrong with that uh the mongo jerry have a drink have a drive go out and see what we can find yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the greatest. That's not the greatest <laughs> bit of advice. But hey, you know, you only live once, I guess. And as long as you're not killing innocent people, which okay. Anyways, let me go get the <laughs> Would You Rather cards. It's right around the corner here. So I'll I'll brb Phil Vamp for us. Vamp. Uh oh. Um. What's up, y'all? <clears throat> happy uh, Happy Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. I don't have my little laugh button here. Whoops. But, uh, what's up? Hopefully he'll be back soon. Hopefully he can't hear me. <laughs> no, of course not, Sandra. You just like to party. I know. I know how you roll. That's right, Sandra. No, now you're gonna. Now he's gonna hold you to it, Sandra. Now when you go to Texas, y'all are gonna be drinking and driving, and that's all there is to it. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, she's. Get your guitar. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. We're Phil's gonna do a little performance for us a little bit later if he feels like it. If he feels like it, I'm not. I'm not pressuring anyone. Uh, can we get a final count on the dragonfly kills? I don't know what that means, but maybe Phil does. On the dragonfly kills, hmm. I don't know. The only thing I know, I know I've killed one dragonfly in my life, oh my God. and that was just because. Uh, I was in fifth grade and wore way too much hair gel in my hair and it landed in my hair and literally died like instantly. <laughs> I felt something land in my hair and I was like, what is this? And it was a giant dead dragonfly. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it just I had, like the spiky hair with like all the <laughs> <It> stabbed him. <laughs> I guess so. But yeah. That's a that's a that's that's a horrible way to die as a dragonfly, or was your hair so toxic that it just died? I think up? it was probably the toxicity. Yeah, I it think was, there was just way too many fumes going on or something. You, you had spiky hair. You had the. It was like the short spiky. Yeah. yeah. How and old when were I'd you? Sweat. I just have like gel like melting Ooh. down my forehead. Um, I was probably in like fifth grade or something. I think it was like fourth or fifth grade nice wait yeah, i don't know how old that is but. i i was a sweaty kid i don't know about you i was like a big chubby sweaty kid and not the i'm same. a sweaty adult i'm a sweaty kid now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. run hot but yeah me too me too I, i'm i'm just oh I, I get glistening now in my older years i'm not as sweaty but i i do get mm-hmm. sw- i am i am a, a sweater 
I do sweat. Yeah. But I remember, like, I, I wore a lot of gel, too. So, like, it, I had the same thing where it's just, like, running down your face and it's just sticky. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was always greasy. And when I was in high school, I was 325. And, um, it, like, we had to walk. Sometimes our, our, uh, our classes, we'd have to walk outside to get our classes, which is, like, the worst fucking thing you could do to somebody when you live in Ohio. Like, because it gets cold in the winter. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, I mean, it's like usually warm and hot in Texas, right? Like, mm-hmm. so feels like walking through a bowl of soup when you go outside. Exactly, we it's have just that, all humid. Yes, we have that same kind of summer. It's just like swamp ass, and and then in the winter we freeze our nips off. So it was just, <laughs> it, it was horrible. But like, I was so fat that every time I'd walk to one class, I would have to like scoot into my desk like sideways, like, and then my gut would be hanging onto the 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 chair and the the desk because it was all one unit, and I'd just be mm-hmm. so fat, and I'd just be sweating profusely with my gel. And, and like, it would take me, I don't know, like a half hour, 35 minutes to cool down. And then just in time time to go to the next next class. (laughs) So I was just like constantly sweating and just, it it was just a mess. I I was a mess in school. (laughs) I wish I was a better student, at least. As quiet as I was, I should have been a a, a better student. But of course, as soon as I get comfortable in my surroundings, I'm just, uh, I'm a ham. I'm a ham. (laughs) Uh, okay, so we got uh, we got some would you rather's, and uh, right. maybe we'll maybe we'll do a couple just 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 for the just for the fun of it, y'all, just for the fun of it. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Since we were talking about clats, since we were talking about clats, uh, and this is for Chesling. Thank you so much, Chesling, for redeeming your fresh bars. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, let's uh, let, let's get into this. Uh, Phil Luna, would you rather? have to clean yourself like a cat or constantly have to wipe your butt on the carpet like a dog? Uh, <laughs> I think I would have to go with dog because then that kind of makes it other people's problem too. <laughs> you know, like... Too. <laughs> I think that's I think that's my choice. You mean you wouldn't want to lick your own butthole clean? I would like to be flexible enough to be able to. <laughs> Because uh, I'm not flexible at all, but yeah, that's the where I want that to end. Yeah, I don't want to actually have to do that. No, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that. I I, I get it. You, you know, um, I don't know. What, I don't know, Chad. What do you guys think? What would you guys rather do? <laughs> have uh, clean yourself like a cat, or 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 have uh, wipe your butt on the carpet like a dog? I, I want to know what the chat has to think. Uh, I, I think. I think I would probably. I think it's the same, Phil. I think I'd rather yeah. scoot across the floor, but, but it, I hate being a burden on the people, uh, so I'd have <laughs> to do it on my own floor. Uh, so right. I wouldn't be pooping. Oh, I didn't even think about that doing it on other people's floors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it couldn't take me anywhere. We can't. It's like, take hey, anywhere. can I use your restroom real quick, and then you come back out and you just. Whole <laughs> liquors. I defer to Big Juice on this one. <laughs> all right dog yeah i think i think dog too yeah i mean like you just couldn't poop in other people's houses that's all that's all and no one can ever come to your house either that's fair because uh <laughs> because you gotta eat your eat the booty yeah yeah grabbing my nuts I, <laughs> you know I, I, there is a benefit to that eating groceries baby you gotta go for it sometimes <laughs> you gotta go for it um 
kind of eat the booty. Uh, I like I like where you're going with this grabbing my nuts. I like where you're going with this. I I could see that as as a cat, you know, maybe maybe that's where it's at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, because cats do have like I mean, you're not always just licking butt though, right? Like you you're licking your arms, which I don't even want to lick my arms now. And it's just like I don't Sandra, thank that's you. That's what got Sandra to sub. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that sub. I'm on board now. <laughs> Sandra's like, yes. <laughs> Rubbing ass on carpets or licking butts. Either one, <laughs> here I am. I'm here to stay. Sandra, thank you so much for that sub. I, I really do appreciate that. And here is, this is for you. Uh, here you go. Hello and welcome to We Speak English Good TV. I'm your announcer, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Now, please... Put your fists in the air. Wave them like you do not care. For your host, Mike E.P. Thank you, Jean-Claude. I appreciate that. And thank you, Sandra, for that sub. I really appreciate you. Um, let's, let's do another one. This, 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 is, this, is, this is kind of fun. This is kind of fun. Um, oh, God. <laughs> there we go. Let's let's do this one. This one seems like a, this, this will stir the pot a bit. Um, Phil Luna. Would you rather have to watch your ex have sex with their new partner or only get to have sex if your ex watches you staring? Staring. Uh, mm, that's that's a tough one. <laughs> um, I think I would get performing anxiety, so I think I would just probably have to do the first one just out of, like I said, my self-preservation. I think <laughs> See, I don't think you would. <laughs> I can't have someone just staring at me while I'm banging. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. What do you, what do you guys think, Chad? What, what does Chad think? Would you rather have to watch your ex have sex with their new partner or uh, have uh, sex with your partner watching? Um, the first one didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, man, this one's kind of hard. Uh, my ex was on the was on the on kind of she was kind of an amber heard type character um mm. uh i don't know if i want to watch her do that um <laughs> she she we didn't end on good terms uh <laughs> but i wouldn't want her watching me. i guess i guess uh yeah i guess you're right grabbing my nuts i would probably have to go with the first as well i'd probably have to watch her bang some her new dude because that, I mean, because I don't care. Those both sound great. <laughs> <laughs> Either one is good. If you watch your ex do, you still get to do it. I mean, either way, I'm coming. There you go. Either way, <laughs> either way I'm getting mine, son. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, because listen, if I'm watching two people bang and it's my ex, I mean, whatever. I'm I'm gonna just probably. I'm a degenerate. I'm a deviant. Okay, like I'm. If you guys, I, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna start beating it. Okay, it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> like, look, when I was a younger man, uh, our, uh, and I was living with three other dudes, three three bachelors, if you will. Um, you know, it wasn't uncommon for one of us to bring home a random, uh, a random, a random lady, yeah. <laughs> and and things got loud. And you know what? In my head, I was like, "This is free porn, bro. This is free porn. I am into this." So I'm just like, "Whatever. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make it happen, Captain. Big ass jar." <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even talk to my exes. I am a Leo. 
Fair enough. They don't have to know you're there, you know. Like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You could be watching them through like a through like a, a nest cam, right? And you can it could just be a nest, <laughs> nest cam. I think I would be into that more. Ooh, that don't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I I, I frequently uh, uh, um, I frequently hack my ex's phone and just so I can get into that. No, I don't. <laughs> it, it, do you have any? Uh, how how was your breakups? Do you have any uh, bad breakups in your in your relationship history, Phil? Or do you? Um. Not really. I yeah, see, like boring. you, you yeah. feel. Like, I feel like you just end amicably. It's like okay, we just. We're just this isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I wish that's how it ended. The problem is, is like my last girlfriend. I was like, she was on a lot of drugs. I was a lot of drugs, and mm. my wife came in for the swoop. So I had an out. And and that's when I started getting you know started started my sobriety process. So my mm-hmm. wife was just like, "Oh, look at this fucking drunk piece of trash. I'm gonna get this and dust it off. Maybe it'll be something <laughs> nice one day." Uh, and, and and here I am now. And here I am doing this. Um, I'll dust it off. I'll dust it off. <laughs> uh, but but my my ex girlfriend, she was just like she was the type to like do cocaine all night and drink vodka and play World of Warcraft all night yeah. and like just smoke cigarettes all <laughs> and and the, the thing was that she was she was she was crazy you know she was mm-hmm. she was a wild child uh, but you know she she was uh she was she was into some things she was into some things in the bedroom that were were very interesting <laughs> very interesting um I, but uh you know that was about where it ended it was like that was the the, the sex was fun but uh, everything else was just like ugh. And so so that didn't end well. It did not yeah. end well. I would date Taylor Swift just so she can write a song about me. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, Taylor Swift uh, is a talented young lady. Uh, he'd never get banned. We speak English good. What's your take blow-up dials? What's your type of blow-up dial? Um, is that what you mean? Um, I, oh, not- there's a guy in our chat that, like, is very, I guess, passionate, you could say, about blow-up dolls. So he just <laughs> wants to find out what side. Are you pro or against? <laughs> you pro, you pro or, or against. Uh, pro or anti-blow-up doll. Personally, um, I am not into blow-up dolls. That I don't like banging things that aren't real. Um, I, like, I got my hand. <laughs> I got, I got a, a wife. So like that's just I I don't there's not room for that. There's no room for blow up doll. I, although my wife would be okay if I had a blow up doll. I think Raina, would you be okay if I had a blow up doll <laughs> that I was jizzing into like every night? Like <laughs> would it, <laughs> would that upset you? I don't know. Would that upset? <laughs> would you not appreciate? I feel like I know the answer, and I don't really know your wife. <laughs> we'll see if she answers. She's probably she's probably doing something more important uh, <laughs> than modding this channel. Uh, I mean. Would your girlfriend be mad if you were banging a blow up doll? If I didn't have to clean it, she said. <laughs> oh, fair. okay. If I see, see, there you go. See, my wife is very uh, forgiving in that department. She knows that um, I'm, I'm a fucking degenerate. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a deviant. <laughs> so she's just like, whatever you got to do, as long as it's not on me. Just don't. It's not anywhere. On me. <laughs> 
She what? just wakes up. It's between y'all and the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in her spot. I'm just like, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're gonna have to sleep on the couch tonight. It's, it's me and Daphne's night alone. Daphne. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's your take? I'm saying Big Juice would fit in right in here. Is that Big Juice? Is Big Juice? Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, so is Big Juice pro? Blow up doll? Very, okay. very incredibly I pro see. blow up doll, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a mod here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, it has a robe on and it, and is at the breakfast table. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You'd have to keep it in your closet. Oh, and one of my mini closets. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there you go, guys. I, uh, I, I do have the permission to get a blow-up doll if I wanted one. But again, I'm not really into banging blow-up dolls. I don't know. Uh, wh- what what would you I mean what about like those those like sex robots you know like what what would you think about uh, like have you ever saw Ex Machina film I haven't seen that no uh, there's like they, it's I don't know if you know what it's about but it's about like AI and it's about like this dude who who basically makes like AI robots to have sex with them basically they're just like okay. his little sex slaves. Um, kind of like Westworld. I've seen Westworld. Yeah, Westworld. Westworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first season was amazing. Yeah, I couldn't. Did Did you uh, watch that throughout, or did you end up? Watching that? I did watch it. It definitely got like super crazy. Yeah, uh, I would say probably the first season was my favorite. Yeah, um, but but I still like it. I'm looking forward. There's a new season coming. Oh, is there? Oh, they're still going. Oh, I don't even know what they're gonna do with it. Like honestly, I thought it ended. Like oh. I thought it was. Yeah. Did they so end up? Know. Did they end up? They ended up going out into like the real world and getting off of the whatever the island or whatever yeah. they're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I knew that, but I, I just man, I don't know why I couldn't get into the second season. I really wanted to because that first season is so fire, man. Like I just really yeah. loved it. But I don't know what it was. I just couldn't follow along, and I love that kind of idea of like AI and. Um, you know, like just uh, that, that, I, I mean, what, what do you, do you fear the AI? Like, do you, do you think that we should be like, like Elon Musk says we should be, you know, fearful of AI and that probably, yeah. again, is that how you feel or do you feel like it's something that, we- um, I mean, I don't think we should be any more afraid of it than we are people because people are <laughs> horrifying, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, so until they start doing the same kind of shit that people are doing, like not necessarily. Um, but I do think that, yeah, at some point, uh, especially if like the way AI is going and like with make creating like sentience, I could see that being an issue uh, down the road, you know, but probably not anytime soon, hopefully. Mm. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed, everybody. Uh, no, I've never gotten the Adam Sandler. Maybe Adam Sandler from Cut Gems. Maybe we can go with that. Do I sound like Adam Sandler? I, I feel like I sound like, um, I, I always feel like I sound like a, I have an effeminate voice. I I always felt like my voice is kind of high. It's kind of on the higher end. I, I don't like my <laughs> own voice is what I'm saying. I don't I don't care for it. I, I don't think anybody does. I, well, I mean, but you have like a very nice voice. Like you're I mean, a singing voice especially. You 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 have a great range. Um I'm used to how it sounds like hearing myself sing just from listening back to like recordings and mm. songs and and that kind of stuff. But I hate listening back to my speaking voice. Mm. And like if you like leave a message on somebody's phone, which I hate doing, but the few times I have every now and then when it like plays it back and I hear my voice, I'm just like, oh, that's what, 
that's what they're hearing. Like, it just makes me want to stop talking altogether, you know? <laughs> I'm just here to sing, all right? Right. That's sing. why I don't sing, talk at my gigs. That's why I just sing. <laughs> and then just next song, next song. <laughs> next song. Oh, my God. No, man, I, I still cringe. Like, and I have to edit my voice every, like, twice a week. I'm editing my voice and I have to hear it in my headphones and it's just like <laughs> loud. And, and here I am saying stupid shit. Like, you know, <laughs> like I've, like you guys have heard in this past, you know, hour and 40 minutes of me just rambling on here. I say dumb shit all the time. And so, but that's, that's, I have to constantly listen to that and, and hear myself say stupid things. And it's, uh, <laughs> It's not it's not good. It's not good on the psyche. But of course you get past it. Phil can leave a message on my answering machine machine anytime. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbit. There you go. There you go. You know, Tampa Bay Rabbit. That that's very kind of you. It's uh, yeah, you know what you should start doing is is just start uh, offering that service to your Twitch uh, Twitch fam. Like I'll leave a message on your 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 incoming uh, uh, voice. Right there, you go. I did have a buddy. He could do a spot on Hank Hill impression, <laughs> and I made him leave my my voicemail thing as Hank Hill. Oh my God! Have you? Yeah, heard- I had that for like six years. Dude, have you heard uh what's his name? Uh there's a rapper who can do the Hank Hill voice. Um uh who what is it? Is it Trank Hill? I haven't heard that, but I bet it's awesome. It's amazing and I feel like I should just play a little bit even if it gets us fucking DMC. It's Hank Trill. Hank Trill. Hold on. Hank Trill. <laughs> Hank Trill. I hold on. This is going to look ugly for a second, guys. Hold on. Let me do some we're going to just play a little bit of it. Phil will come right back. Oh, my God. Damn it. Hold on, guys. Oh, I hate when I do that, dude. I'm, yeah. I don't have it locked in either because I'm a dipshit. Okay. I didn't even know you could lock it in. I just now learned that when you just said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could lock it in. Uh, and Phil is coming right now. There he is. Uh, and then, let's see. Uh, so, propane money. King of tra- Hank Trill, king of trap. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just, we'll play a little bit. This is this is for all you Texas fans. Let's go. Let's go. Uh. I keep that thing on me. God damn it, Bobby. They see me selling propane and now they trying to copy. Pretend to be broke, but I got hella cash. If you use charcoal, I'ma kick your ass. Made this money from propane, bitch. I feel like Pablo Escobar, but I don't sell cocaine, bitch. Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me, I keep a rocket launcher in my basement Made this money from propane, bitch I feel like Pablo Escobar, but I don't sell cocaine, bitch Shot that fella cause he didn't make his payments Fuck with me, I keep a rocket launcher in my basement Oh man, goddamn, I caught Bobby jacking off Syrup ain't no cough, big Hank, break the law Lady Bird, that's my dog Peggy got that wet wet, I flip you like a tech deck Yeah, I run my set set, I'm running up them check checks If you using charcoal, that's a red dot at your head (laughs) Oh my god That's amazing I agree It's so good Oh my god, I just love Man, I fucking and I love Keegan Hill. Oh, like it's yeah. such a good show, man. That was such a great show, fucking. And then you have Hank Trill out here, just <laughs> Peggy's <laughs> got that wet, wet. 
Uh, okay, I don't know if you ever answered it, but do you think your your girlfriend would let you have a have a blow up doll? Um, I don't think she would care. No, she's pretty chill. <laughs> that's sweet. That's that's Big Juice's theme song. <laughs> well, that is Big Juice's theme song. Yep. Yo, Hank Trill, y'all, go out and get yourself some Hank Trill. That that's the that's that number one fire. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm fucking, I'm actually like really into this. Would you rather right now? Um, um, should, should we do another one and maybe, uh, think about doing a, a, a song or something? Sounds good. All right. Let's, uh, let me, let me go through this. I want to get a good one now. I want to, I want to get good, good. Uh, I want to get that wet, wet. Um, ah, that's stupid. Uh, ugh. That's not. That's gross. Um. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's funny, but it's not. It's not. It's not as good as. Isn't this entertaining, everybody? Watching me read "Would You Rather" cards and reacting <laughs> to them. Dude, I I have a channel point redemption for I have a "Would You Rather" book also. Oh, and like, nice! Sometimes I just like skip through and I'm just reading some of these, and I'm like, <laughs> who comes up with these things? Like, <laughs> um, uh, ooh, that's I don't know. That might be a little too controversial for this this stream. Um, okay, this one might be good. No, that's not good. That's a... okay. Um... <laughs> okay, let's go with this one. Leaving it to would you rather a full send on podcast? Yeah, hey, that's how we're doing it now. That's just that's what this. The, you know, what? I'm going to change the podcast name from We Speak English Good to uh, to Would You Rather. So there you go. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Lou, would you rather Phil Luna? Would you rather uh, lose on? Oh wait. Shit, that's wrong. Would you rather be found dead on a pile of sex toys with porn on the TV or be caught masturbating in your backyard by a live TV news helicopter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a really easy one because if I'm dead, then it, I don't give to find me wherever. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you know? yeah, I don't care. I'll be way gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So just, yeah, I guess that would be my answer. Yeah. Then I don't have to answer people like, uh, so I saw the news today and I wouldn't have to deal with all of that. You know, <laughs> well, Phil, I saw you on the news today. Uh, I didn't know you were in it. See, I feel like that's such a like, I mean, like if you feel like because I'm like one of those people who are just like leave people alone. You know, I, I'm not as I'm not as heartless as, as like maybe a libertarian would be in, in some aspects. But like I'm, I'm into that whole like leave people alone. So if you want yeah. to masturbate in your backyard and you're not harming anyone and like you got a fence up and, the you know, there's no kids around. Yeah, there's shit. not like a... a- school like yeah right the, yeah, yeah exactly sure. if, if you're just in your backyard just out there whacking it and jacking it like i feel like <laughs> that's your shit and and you know what fuck that news copter for being in your backyard and fu- right. fuck them you know what i'm saying like yeah, who zooms in on that and they're like hey, right. let's put this on the feed like, <laughs> yeah there's a high-speed chase and, <laughs> and it's like hold up what's this 
we see Phil Luna, Twitch streamer Phil Luna, in his backyard masturbating. Oh my <laughs> God, the humanity! Um, you know, I guess if I switched to number two, then I would have. I feel like I'd have a lawsuit on my hands. I could make a little scratch. You know, that's true. And, and, and like, anybody, what, yo, what's up with y'all? <laughs> yeah, like no, man, I'm in my backyard. I'm doing my own thing. Do you have an enclosed backyard, or do you have a backyard? I don't know if you live in an apartment. Um, or yeah, I've got a backyard. Um, there's like some trees. Yeah, uh, behind it. So yeah, I feel like I feel like I've got privacy. I guess I've never taken those liberties with the privacy <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Like I I live in an apartment complex, so there's no beating it back over here. So I mean, I would not. <laughs> but if I had my own private backyard, maybe I would be out there whacking it and yakking it. I don't know. It is America, you know. <laughs> this is America. I thought this was America. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I thought- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe my laptop said that. Well, <laughs> believe it, baby. <laughs> you're here. You're now. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, one, I am dead. Anyways, yeah, I, I guess so. Is that frowned? Are we not allowed to do that in the backyard? Yo, War Pregio, you are allowed to do that in the backyard because fu- it's not. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it's your backyard. It's your backyard, as long as it's not in front of, like, a, a bunch of children. And, you know, like, you're good. Warpregio, I give you permission to go whack it in your backyard, <laughs> all right? Don't let anybody tell you different. It's This is America. is <laughs> about to peace out from the from the stream. <laughs> Who is? Oh. Warpregio is, like, going to be gone. He's like, yeah. see ya. I got permission. <laughs> all right, guys. I will be back in about two weeks. Got all the right. green light. Uh, Reda says live news for sure. If I'm dead, if I'm dead, I can't get ahead of the meme storm. <laughs> <laughs> Raina's like gonna t- run with that. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I'm actually here flicking the bean. I don't give a shit. Like, uh, let them see, let them watch, let them let them get a big peek. That's big bean energy, Raina. Big bean energy. Big bean energy. That's big bean. Okay, you know what? I'm doing one more because you guys deserve it, and so does Phil. So we're we're gonna get one more in, and then we'll have Phil uh, play us a little tunage, a little tunage here. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's let's get away from the perversion. How about that? Like I feel like I go a little in in hard with when, once once the green light for talking about my dick goes in, it's just it's over. <laughs> it's over. It, we, I was trying to start a conversation about AI, but it quickly just went right back to whacking it. <laughs> it did. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Phil Ludo. Uh, would you rather steal from a blind person or tell every kid you see that Christmas is canceled? Um, I guess it depends on the blind person. <laughs> um, you know. Because I'm sure there are a lot of blind people that are complete jerks, you know, yeah. that I would not feel any remorse stealing from. <laughs> not, you know, not because they're blind, but just because they're people. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I worked at a an after-school daycare for a little while, mm. and I would have no problem making some of those kids cry as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, some of them were awesome and super chill, yeah. and then some of them, you know weren't i guess uh, yo oh no kids are a little terrorists man they're a little <laughs> al-qaeda members on um, little <laughs> talibans yeah i'm fucking little shits man christmas is not canceled <laughs> you know what christmas now it's canceled skirt now that you uh yeah look what you did skirt now it is canceled you know what skirt uh i think uh, i think you're canceled now 
There you go. How about them? How about them apples, huh? How about them apples? They canceled. And uh, we should also get a word from our sponsor really quick. Hold on. Um, Brought to you by Pfizer. Fuck you. Pay me. Thank you, Pfizer. Uh, anyways, <laughs> the the yeah, I think I think. Um, oh man, see, stealing is. Uh, I don't do the stealing anymore. Uh, I, I used to be a, a big shoplifter, but uh, I just yeah. I just. So even if the blind person was a little asshole, <laughs> skirt unfollow. <laughs> uh, even if the blind person was an asshole, I think uh, I think that I would. Uh, I would probably still just because there's a part of me that gets some kind of joy from you know ruining a child's you know <laughs> uh, love for mystery and and, and, uh, <laughs> and you know like just the love for for the unknown. And there's just a part of me that just enjoys that. So like right, I just hit them with a little dose of real life. Yeah, know? like yeah, d- d- get used to this, you little <laughs> shit. You know. Uh, <laughs> was that your job that you had before you went music full time? No, that was just like, uh, that was before that. I had a buddy that was doing it and he was like, hey, it's super easy, super chill. And so I thought it would be. And then like half the staff quit. And it was like three of us watching 60 people, 60 oh, kids. God. Um, yeah. And kids are gross too. They're like eating their I boogers. Was sick. I got sick so much. Oh, yeah. There. They're little yeah. disease bags. Like, oh, man. Uh, do you have any kids of your own? No, I, I just have a stuffed cat. That's all. I need. <laughs> That's all I need, man. Me yeah. and my stuffed cat. <laughs> no, I I agree. Kids are fucking gross. Uh, they, they're little disease ridden, fucking needy little dirt bags. Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, I have a son, and uh, he he he's just enough. He's just enough of a terrorist where I don't have to call the FBI. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just, <laughs> um, and, and he's awesome, but uh, he's not gross. Uh, although he. I, he does have this like thing about his dick like he's just i mean he's at the age he's eight so he's at mm-hmm. the age where he's just like it's my dick you know and he just comes out and it's just <laughs> all out and like fucking sometimes it's erect he's like <laughs> you know so it is kind of weird you know it's a little awkward but mm-hmm. you know i mean i remember in my uh it was like a psychology class i took in high school and our teacher she brought in all of these pictures that her son had drawn and they were like just different things and everything looked like a dick. Everything was so phallic. She was like, this is just a part of children's brains. Like one of them was like a cannon and they had like the two wheels and the cannon. And like, she had like 10 pictures and she was like, my kid's going to be in high school, like in a couple of years. So I probably got to stop showing these pictures before that. But y'all are like one of the last classes. I'll show you all these pictures. And she was like, lots of little boys do that. Well, I mean, I think it's just part of being a dude, right? Like, it's just, yeah. you know, I mean, getting random boners as a kid, you know, that was just, it was just part of it, man. It's just part of having it done. It's like having a tiny drunk roommate, for sure, for sure. He just comes out naked, like all fluffed and ready to go. It's like, what is happening here? <laughs> it's like, and he's just so proud of it, too, which, you know, I don't want to put any, and that's the other part is like, I don't want him to feel ashamed of his body. And like, me, yeah. me and my wife are very open about, like, you know what sex is and like what you know we 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 talk to him about it and i feel like he's gonna be a healthy uh a healthy you know when he gets to that age i think he's gonna have a healthy outlook on it because i don't know Mm -hmm. like i don't know were your parents the type of parents who were like shielded you from that kind of stuff or it was like you can't play those video games or you can't watch south park or like 
how were your parents? Were they were they kind of overprotective in that sense, or were you... um, there was a little bit of that when mm-hmm. I was younger? But I feel like uh, as I it it like quickly kind of eased off as I got a little older, and it wasn't really that big a deal. Like going, like getting older, there weren't like any games or anything like that that I was forbidden to play or anything mm-hmm. like that, really. But yeah, when I was younger, I couldn't watch like certain things. But yeah, uh, I would say by the time I was like fourth, fifth grade, it wasn't really an issue. <laughs> All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> my mom did. My mom was like, don't let him watch Three Stooges. Don't let him watch The Simpsons. Don't let him watch this. And my dad was just like, okay. And the first thing he did was like, we're watching The Simpsons and fucking <laughs> Three Stooges and shit. Uh, your you, skirt, you were sh- shielded. You were shielded. Yeah, that, that's tough. That's I, I don't know, like maybe that's why you're you're so vocal in chats. Maybe you 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 yearn for, you know, that kind of attention because you. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you're overcompensating, skirt, for your childhood. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to sit here and psychoanalyze you, skirt. You'd be you, sir. You'd be or you. I don't know if you're a sir or a she. Skirt's a sir. Yep. Skirt's a sir. All right. You be good. My parents made me return the Green Day Dookie. Oh my God. Come on. Why? Because cause masturbation lost its fun? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why they, you had to return? That sucks. But I bought it back. <laughs> and now, now he has 10 copies. <laughs> uh, now I listen to it every day while I'm working out. Um, uh, hide the blow up doll for him. Yeah. Well, uh, luckily there's no blow up doll here. And and again, I'm not really into the vinyl or, or whatever you call it. Plastic. Like I don't, I I like, I like, I like skin, you know, if it's not this and it's something else, I I, I need to have something. It's just not, it's not going to work. You don't want to risk it popping like what? Oh yeah. Have you ever seen those? (laughs) See, here we go right back into it. But those. Uh, I blame Mona for this. Yeah. Mona. What what's going on? Why, why'd you do this? <laughs> and, uh, and Chesley, you you asked for that. Would you rather too? So it's all your guys' fault. It's not that I'm a nope. giant pervert. It's just that it's your fault. <laughs> I don't need to take any responsibility for what comes out of my mouth because it's all your fault. Uh, <laughs> Phil Luna, would you would you like to play a song for us? Uh, see see how yeah, that I'll play goes. A song. All right, that sounds fun. Uh, all right, everybody, I'm going to turn it over to, to Moving Dutchman. I'm going to turn it over to Moving Dutchman. Moving Dutchman, good to see you, my friend. Welcome in. We're just about to have Phil play us a little tunage, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm turning it over to you, Phil. So there we go, Chesling. Thank you for coming in with that thumbs up. <laughs> all right, Phil, go ahead, my friend. All righty. It's grown so quiet in this place Lost my vision, lost my taste Like a fool, I followed every word you said how was I supposed to know The depths your mind could sink below I never knew such thoughts Lay in your head But a vision came to me It said the rapids won 
I'll send you down the river If it means that I survive I'm gonna send you down the river So I can make it out alive Oh, please dry your eyes You know we've been through this a thousand times before I've seen this look of fame surprise I've tried and I've tried Tried to make you see the other side But now there's just no turning back Cause I've seen how it has to be This time it's down to either you or me I'll take you down the river Send you down the river So I can make it out alive I'll send you down the river Even means that I'd survive I'm gonna send you down the river So I can make it out alive It's been so hard to see better parts of me These memories keep replaying in my brain It's grown so hard to see The better parts of me I never thought we'd have to fade away in vain But I'll send you down the Phil, that was oh 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 they're still going they're still going they're still going they're just they're enamored they can't help it (laughs) keep it going uh thank you so much for that that and again i apologize everybody uh and and i do want to point out uh uh, what they were saying earlier, uh, I think it was Warpregio was saying that uh, the, the sound is much better on Phil's stream. So if you guys, uh, anybody who's not familiar with Phil, make sure you go and give Phil a follow. 
and uh oh, zoom might be doing some goofy stuff yeah zoom is sometimes. zoom is so stupid it's just it, sometimes it's awesome sometimes it's kind of weird so i i do apologize for the sound quality there that is not a good representation of what phil's stream is so make sure you guys are going down there if you're listening in the audio version of this podcast make sure you guys are going and checking out phil's stream and of course his latest ep which is called into the void which is a fantastic ep you know i i saw i forgot to ask you sound like a well-worn cassette <laughs> it was kind of groovy yeah it had its charm it had its charm um it, yeah i saw way earlier in the the chat that uh down the river I, that that's that song right down the river mm-hmm. and that's uh your your chats it seems like unanimously it's your chat's favorite song uh, and they were just they. Someone was wondering what what uh, what's behind that song. So, uh, if you don't mind, uh, what 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 is that song about? Yeah, that song is just kind of uh, basically exactly what the title says. It's kind of uh, sending you down the river. Like uh, it's kind of like about getting negative people out of your life, hmm. uh, and you're no for the sake of yourself. Uh, like the line, uh, uh, what is it? I forgot my own line. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it's about is uh, just kind of for your own self-preservation, uh, getting rid of toxic people in your life or people that uh, either don't have the same goal as you or are dragging you down or make you feel bad about yourself or anything like that. Just kind of send them, send them down the river, you know, them, get them out of your life. Send the asses down the river. Uh, have you had, have you had uh, moments in your life where you've had to do that, where you've had to cut people off? Uh, yeah, I think we all kind of do at some point. Yeah, I mean, oh, I guess we, that's an assumption, but uh, right, yeah, no, because some people are feel like they, uh, whether people are toxic or not, they feel like they don't want to, uh, you know, I, I, whatever the reason is, is like some people still hold on to these toxic people for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not everybody that does that. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure at some point, but. You know, I, I, I've known people who will just, it's like when you know your friend who's with that really terrible uh, partner and, you know, they're constantly getting treated like shit and they're constantly being yeah. cheated on, but they've been in this for like, you know, 10, 15 years and they're just, they have kids, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And it's like they have a mortgage and both their names are on the house, you know, and, and they share yeah. a bank account. And you just, I mean, from the time they start and from the time they're there, you know, they're just staying together. Just, eh, eh. I've never understood those old couples who just like are screaming at each other in their old age. Like at that point, what's even happening there anymore? That's, I mean, where's the love at in that? And so, you know, uh, but, but, uh, when was a time that you've had to like sort of cut people out? If, If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, um, I've had to do that with uh, with different musicians that I've played with, whether we didn't have the same goal or didn't want the same thing out of music mm-hmm. uh, or maybe didn't. Uh, yes, Amber, listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, yeah, if we didn't want the same thing out of music or we didn't uh, even just musically, like if styles were kind of different, you know, like to where it was, we were just banging our heads against the wall trying to make something that everybody could agree with, yeah. you know. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's just one example, but yeah. Right. That's, uh, but I think that's a good example considering mm-hmm. that we're supposed to be talking about music, I guess. Uh, no, I, I feel that, man, especially when it comes to art, it's like, it's, it's, it's always been, uh, I'm a really good team player, but once I start seeing the writing on the wall where it's like, you know, the singer and the guitarist are constantly shit talking each other and they're just like, can't agree. And it's like, 
I don't even have time. Even if it's not directed towards me, I'm just like, I don't have time for you guys to figure this shit out. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I'm out. I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. I don't like being fucked with, you know, like before the pandemic, I was in this band and, and everybody was like 10 years younger than me. And, you know, they, they, they're doing great. You know, they got a good thing going on and, um, you know, they, they play a lot of gigs. I mean, they're one of the bands that are really doing pretty decently around town and, uh, doing the festival circuit here in Ohio. And, um, I don't know, the singer is just such a wiry little dude. And, uh, (laughs) he, you know, like he just, he was just like, oh, you can play whatever gig you want with us. And then I was like, well, I want to play this one. He's like, oh no, you can't play that one. And then, and then I'll be like, oh, okay. And then like, uh, well, I can't make these out of town gigs, but I can make this gig. It's oh no, that was it. You know, like I was just like, well, what the fuck's going yeah, on here? Like, just not being real. The, yeah, the vibe was just fucked up. Like, it, it just wasn't right for me. And again, these were ten years. They were all ten years, like literally ten years younger than me. They're all in their mid twenties, and I'm like this old dude who's just like, oh, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I just couldn't do it. And then the pandemic struck, and then I got to quit for free because it was like, well, I guess we got. I guess I can't. We can't play together anymore, guys. <laughs> we got a yeah. pandemic, and uh, but it still didn't end well, which sucked because as soon as I was just like, "Look, I'm not interested," like he just totally turned into a douche. So I'm um, whatever. Yeah, that I, sucks. Yeah, what? Fuck him. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. I, it just, if anything, it just reaffirmed that you made the right decision. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And uh, again, like I, I, I don't have any ill will towards them. Uh, I just, I don't think it worked out for us as a band. And I don't know. I, I probably could have been a little bit more forthright, forthcoming with how I felt about it sooner. But mm-hmm. it was just was like, man, I, I couldn't take it. I, I it's just the, the energy wasn't right. And you know, whatever. Yeah. Can Phil sing us another song? I don't know. That's up to Phil. Phil, do you do you do you have another one in you? Do you have another song? Yeah, in I'm you? down to do another tune. All right. Well, yeah. Then Tampa Bay Rabbit. It seems like he got another one. Well, not well. Now I know why you send us down the river. Oh, Mona, come on, come <laughs> no, when on. When I send you down the river, when I send y'all down the river, it's uh, in an inner tube with the beer in your hand, you know, <laughs> with the shades on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. I- all right, all right. So um, I'm going to hand it back over to uh, Phil then. Phil, take it away, sir, and uh, give us some of that uh, worn-down cassette sound, baby. <laughs> it's such a shame I always listen Holding on to every single word I couldn't second guess a single decision Cause simply any less would seem absurd There's no time to waste if there's no hesitation I wouldn't want to let you down, baby Cause lately something seems amiss With all of this Cause I'm the only one that's acting crazy Cause you can talk me into anything can show me that love is high You can talk me into anything I don't want to believe that you would lie It's such a shame I've got this twisted 
is clearly I'm the only one to blame Witness divisions and dark premonitions And yet I choose to run into the fray I need some help cause I can't trust myself I always seem to let me down lately This baby something seems amiss all of this Cause I'm the only one that's acting crazy Cause you can talk me into anything You can show me that low is high You can talk me into anything I don't wanna believe that you would lie Talk me into anything You can tell me that black is white You can talk me into anything I don't wanna believe Tried being patient And yet I always end up unfulfilled The problem at hand And my determination Just seems to be a broken force of will Just headstrong in the wrong direction Can't rectify this imperfection Cause it can talk me into anything You can tell me that low is high can talk me into anything I don't wanna believe that you would lie Talk me into anything You can tell me that black is white You can talk me into anything I don't wanna believe that you Oh, that was awesome, man! Oh, geez. oh, oh, oh! Please hold, hold your applause, folks. Hold your applause. <laughs> we're, we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. Hold on, hold on, hold it, hold it, hold it. Macafer, welcome, man. Nice to see you. I, I'm glad you're able to lurk and work and and, and hang out Dude. with us. Uh, mighty, mighty. Thank you for the claps and 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 Cheryl. Thank you for that follow. I appreciate that. That's my mom. Much. Aww, <laughs> mom of Cheryl. Welcome in. Welcome in. I appreciate you being here. Uh, that isn't that the fun part about Twitch is like getting your parents into it. <laughs> it's like, yep. uh, it, it, was it was it uh, was it hard to get your mom into the, like to, for her to understand what's going on, or was she is she pretty tech savvy? Uh, she, she didn't have a whole lot to learn. Well, she came, uh, she was on Periscope as well before uh, that. Um, but, but yeah, there was a lot with Twitch, uh, to, I guess to learn, mm -hmm. uh, but, but she seemed to be do, she seemed to do pretty well with it. Is your mom an avid Facebooker or like, does she have like that social media already in her or was she... Uh, I think, yeah, she's on Facebook every now and then, yeah. Snooze Mew. Oh, mighty, mighty. Thank you so much for that gift sub to, to Snooze Mew. I appreciate that. Um, let me give you some love, mighty. Mata, mata. I survived it. <laughs> oh, well, I, I I always think I love uh I love trying to get my mom into things like she she's just like in the last year and a half is like figuring out how email works and like yep. you know 
this this uh, older generation trying to get them into to update them. Like we just put in a um, a Google Nest. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, like these Google Wi-Fi hubs. And, and so she's walking around asking Google things like, okay, Google, what's this? What's that? It's, <laughs> it's very cute to see. And it's very yeah. endearing to see her just sort of getting uh, getting used to uh, technology because it's just, you know, it's wild out yeah. there. I could imagine. I mean, I, I assume that you're old enough to remember when the Internet wasn't what the Internet is now. Yeah, for sure. And sort of, so seeing the evolution of the internet and how much things have changed in these past, you know, shit, 20, 25 years. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, and and we, we sort of grew up with it. So we kind of have a better handle of it. Like, I couldn't imagine what it's like to just be born with the internet, what it was. Like, my son yeah. just like was born with the internet, you know, like, here it is. <laughs> But but then to be an older generation who was born back in maybe the 50s or the 60s, who to see the technology growth from that perspective, and especially if you weren't on top of it your whole life and trying to dive into it, I mean, it must be a, it's just a whole new world. My mom, mm-hmm. my mom's on YouTube and shit. She's just like, oh, I saw on YouTube <laughs> this guy doing this thing. And it's like, it's very funny. It's very funny. But yeah, but, but I love it. I don't know. It was your, was your family a big, uh, was your family early adopter of the internet? Um, not really. Hmm. No. Um, I think, yeah, we didn't really have like a computer or anything growing up. Like my friends did, you know, and I'd yeah. hang out with them and we'd be kind of on it. I still have a, a very vivid memory of uh, of like downloading a song and then going and like throwing the football outside for like a couple of hours, <laughs> yeah. like waiting for the song to download and then coming back in and listening to like ACDC or whatever it was, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Um, Macy, my my mom, um, she gets uh, uh, Univision on uh uno vision uh she gets it on her roku because we bought her a roku tv so because she had cable for so long and she liked cable but now it's like she can sort of watch her shows on demand whenever she wants it's it's very it's very uh it's, it's nice you know it's nice to see her getting used to these sort of different technologies so so are your parents are are they so are they pretty up to date now like did they have computers and stuff in their house pretty good yeah yeah my dad used to be pretty resistant to it like he wouldn't go anywhere near the computer he was like i don't need that or anything (laughs) i don't need that and it's funny because like he just started getting used to like twitch and everything and like maybe a few months ago i showed him how to like like subscribe and like gift subs and stuff so every now and then he'll come in and just like gift a bunch of subs and it's just kind of funny to see like <laughs> like oh he got it he knows he knows how to gift some subs thanks and dad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very sweet it's very sweet yeah, it is. i'm sure your parents like that they like to be able mm-hmm. to like go and hang out with you you know yeah. stream and stuff so that's that's i mean i love that i really do love that there's that is as much bullshit that there is on stream and as much, you know, horrible things that are not on stream, I'm sorry, on the internet. There there are some really awesome, amazing community building platforms out there that allow people to really connect. And yeah. I, I really feel like Twitch is one of those ones, you know, it's like Twitch and your Discord where you actually get to really connect with the community. Well, have you, did you, um, and we're, we're wrapping up here, y'all, uh, but uh, did you, have you found like a growth in like your your fan base through Twitch more than you had through just playing out 
um, out on, uh, you know, on, uh, in Austin on any given night? Or have you? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I think uh, just doing it so regularly and just people being in people's phones or on their computer, you know, it's so much easier to access than like I used to have regulars that would come and uh, either they would already be hanging out at the bars I was playing at or they would come sometimes to like listen or see if I was there. Yeah. Um, but it's just so much easier to be able to pull out your phone and like go to a, a Twitch channel. You yeah. know, uh, you don't got to go downtown and park and pay for parking. And <laughs> yeah. if you're there and you're not buying drinks, the bartenders are going to look at you kind of funny. So you right. got to spend money if you're downtown. Or, yeah. Right. Um, but, but so yeah, they're, uh, I feel like I like having both. I like being able to go and play live shows and, and meet people face to face. And uh, I do feel like uh, I do feel like people that that see the music live uh, tend to have a pretty positive response to it. Same as same with Twitch. But I like being able to do both. I like mm-hmm. being able to come in here into the, my room and just turn on the PC and start playing music yeah. and hanging out with people. Uh, so, yeah. No, I feel that, man. I feel that. There's something about being like, I mean, the, the gigs that you play, do you have to like bring your own PA setup and all the, and all the fixings? Uh, some of them I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the older I've gotten, like the less stuff I try to bring, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I've, like for my acoustic gigs, I've got it down. Like I've got these two tiny speakers that are pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're battery power, so I don't even have to like look for an outlet. I just throw That's them up, sad. put my plug my guitar in. Uh, but yeah, I used to have to carry around my subwoofers oh. and my mains and everything. It was just a, a disaster. But, but yeah. <laughs> it does that. No, it is, man. Like I don't like Twitch has really spoiled us in the last few years. Uh, just mm-hmm. just coming off of you know gigging all the time and then going straight into like I'm done and I just have to turn off my computer and then I'm gonna go eat a Reuben. Okay, right. <laughs> like I'm done, son. Uh, when when we're out there gigging and you have to set up your fucking speakers and you got to do all, mm-hmm. the, oh my god, it's a nightmare now. Like, what about those guys that used to show up with their like half stacks? <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's like <laughs> so I got my Marshall here and uh, my fuck, you know, they had like fifty foot pedals and it's just yeah, I I, it's I don't, way overkill. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Do those people even exist anymore? They have to exist, don't they? They have to. Exist. I feel like they probably do somewhere. I know, like, uh, some of the places we would play. Like the sound guy would just see the half stack and just be like, because <laughs> oh, you know they're gonna want to crank it to try to get like you know to get the that crunch out of it and yeah, then yeah. like just overpower everybody. Yeah. By the end of the night, all you can hear is that half stack because yeah. constantly turning it up and and then they're like, oh, you you're gonna you're gonna mic my you're gonna mic my stack. It's like, no, I'm not gonna mic right, your like, stack, bro. Like you're you're done. Like you're out of here. So I'm like, get out of right. here. Uh, Phil, I, I had a wonderful time chatting with you, my friend, and I appreciate you coming on and playing some yeah, tunes. Yeah, thank you for having me. Allowing me to talk about my wiener. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time, honestly. So it's a, oh, 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 rabbit, rabbit, pushing the limits, pushing Uh-oh. the limits. <laughs> uh, I, well, I mean, you'll have to ask Phil. Phil, do you have one more in you? 
Uh, if it's cool with you, yeah, we could do one oh, more. Oh yeah, song. I don't care. We we could do this all night. We could hear hear subpar sound <laughs> all night, folks. We could do this. <laughs> Not that your plane is subpar. Uh, no, freaking Zoom is uh is is that is, Zoom compression will get you. Yeah, that Zoom. Okay. All right then. Let's uh let's have uh Phil play one more tune and then we'll uh we'll, we'll uh raid over to uh we'll raid over to a friend or something. So all right, guys, Phil Luna, take it away. All right. Your way out of your mind 
slipping back into the void another time. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Thanks, Phil. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having that. me, man. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I had a blast. I had a blast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Thank you so much, Phil. I appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your truths with us. Uh, if Again, go check out Phil's new or latest ep into the void it is available anywhere you stream your music there is a song whip link that i've created in the show notes so go and click on that song bitch and and give it a spin it's very very good i really really enjoyed that album and uh i I hope you guys do too Uh, actually you know what i know you will too i know you will and i also i also hope you enjoyed that performance i realize that zoom isn't the best quality but hey this is this is what's happening all right folks this is this is what you get (laughs) this is what you get now so so buttons all right uh thank you guys so much for tuning in i really appreciate it uh make sure you're clicking on all the links for phil make sure you're following on all the socials and so you can stay up to date with what we're doing what's going on on the show and we'll be back on friday with some music news so that's it i love you guys be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody i'll talk to you soon